Yes. Yeah, uh, that sounded better than last week. So, Flask, thank you for bringing us back to episode 59 quality. Is it really episode 61 of the Broken Campfire podcast? That's insane. Yes. Yes. That's insane. I mean, there's some, you know, there's some not full episodes in there, but we're at technically episode 61, yeah. What number do we give up at? Uh, I gave up now. Three. I gave up like 25 episodes ago, at least yeah. 25, like uh, maybe even 30. I probably gave up around episode four or five. That much is definitely evident. But uh, all right, we, we move all on. Right, let me be more specific. What number do uh, me, Andy, and Flask break off and do our own podcast on a different network? Mm, that's a good number. That's a good question. Um, See, the problem with that is I I make the podcast. So I don't know how you guys, how your solo yeah, careers I, I are going to go uh, exactly. See, so yeah, me and John. Yeah, what's up? What's up, everybody? It's the Damon Dome, and I'm here without <laughs> no producer. That's the whole. That's the whole. No rules. Gimmick. We don't got no producer, buddy. Uh, and today, yeah, that's right. We're talking about video games. We're talking about Windows 11 again. Yeah, Windows 11. We're gonna talk about. Hey, you ever heard of this hit? It's Super Smash Brothers and Devil May Cry. They're on the docket. Yeah. Actually, yeah, uh, no, that's a, that does sound like a pretty good podcast. I, sorry, guys, I got somewhere to be. Yeah, you probably see me on the news or something. I'll probably go professional, hit TV, stop dicking around uh, with this little uh, podcast business. Yeah, a little CNN. Ever heard of it? Go pro. I plan yeah. on ODing in an alleyway. In a When's few John's minutes. revenge tour coming? Oh, it's coming, dude. Do not worry, it is coming. Hey, He's taking names. Hey, everybody. Well, I got your attention. I'd like to bring you everybody's attention and concern to the Broken Campfire Twitter. I want to see more followers. All right, I really would need people to read my stuff. I'm. I am so desperate for that validation. You have no idea. It, it's actually insane. It's kind of cringe. Yeah. No, not that being of. said. That being said, we got a full house tonight, and we're gonna start with Vito. Oh, Vito, <clears throat> you missed you me. You weren't around. Uh, you weren't around last week, and you've been gone. So yeah. surely, I mean, just certainly, you've got to have some video games to talk about. I got some video games to talk about. He was here um, last week. I was here oh, last yeah, he week. I was not. I was as part of my vow of silence. Um, what was my vow of silence for again? It wasn't what John said. It was definitely what liar. John said. No, John's a liar and he's a trash talker. And we have yet well, to have our, our official mount your friends mount off. All right. Well, official. then you, you got to tell us. Those tell are preliminaries. Tell us right now, is, it, is it a mount off or a mount down? <laughs> mount off down. Yeah. Wouldn't it be like a mount up? Because you guys are going up. See yeah, you get mount higher. up is also good. Mount off down up. No, mount, mount uh, up though, it kind of sounds like cooperative. Like, hey bro, you want to mount up? You know what I mean? Mount up. Hmm. Yeah, my voice, my, uh, what was it? My, uh, what do you call it? Silence? Jesus. Yeah, your vow of silence? My vow of silence. Thanks, Greg. The word my vow of silence. It wasn't a vow at all. Um, I just could not get my audio settings right between uh, voice meter, banana, and my new Oculus. Uh, 
Oh, you were so in just VR. Couldn't, you, and couldn't <clears throat> I was there. I just, just couldn't talk. Just to clarify to, to everybody, this is legally, I'm bound to say this, it is not Vito's Oculus. Is that right? It is not your Oculus. <laughs> it's not my, it's not my Oculus. Um, I convinced my parents to buy uh, an Oculus Quest 2. And surely they use it for like months or like maybe even years before giving it to you, right? Oh, uh, you got a lifetime of enjoyment out of it. Yeah, they they, they got they got their fill okay, within about that. one two hours. Did they even yeah, get to do the little hours. robot tutorial? Yes. Okay. So it. I got the quest two. I thought it would be exciting for everybody because you know, unlike. Let's say Flask, who's you know you you have a, a dad that engages in video games and that you know, loves like, you. <clears throat> that yeah, <laughs> loves you. Um, no, my dad loves me. Um, yeah. My my parents my parents never played video games, uh, and I think I probably tried to get them to play games when I was like a kid, especially probably like my dad, and they just they're the kind of people that just can't grasp like two analog sticks. Um, Hmm, the old dual. Or they probably they probably don't even get up to that point, but they just couldn't handle like two analog sticks. Um, so I thought this would be exciting. You know, they could play games. It's VR, so it should be intuitive. <sighs> Boy, was I wrong? She. She. It was um, a sheesh. Ooh. No, I got the quest. Uh, I started everybody off on. I think it's called Moves. It's the tutorial that Flask is talking about. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just like uh, it starts you off where it gives you some objects to play around with. You can like throw blocks and stuff like that. And there's also like a like a little uh, gun game where it's like a target practice uh, game with different guns that you can pick up and use. And then there's a, a mini game where you you dance with a um, like a stick figure guy and you could like twirl them around and stuff like that. And they get really got a kick out of that. Um, they thought it was very cool. I don't see how you can't, you're like stepping. I, I blew my mind. I mean, I know, you know, I've seen you guys play VR for at least a year now, but it's just not the fucking same. It's like when you step into it and you're in a that whole space. New dimension. My mind even got blown when I stepped into the like the the Oculus Home, which is you know just like a yeah, just just, just like a little co- lobby. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, so yeah, I started everybody off in the tutorial and with mixed results. Like my dad just couldn't like figure out just picking up something. I I don't understand. Cause it's like dude, you just it's like picking something up in real life. Except in this, like you you just press that button on the grip. It's kind of like you would grip something in real life. But anyway. Um, I, I I was yelling a little bit. Um, oh no, Vito! Do you hurt your relationship? Why with are you bullying your parents? <laughs> no, no, no. We're 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 Italians. We're we're mostly yelling all the Dad, time. Dad, if you can't get this, <clears throat> I'm afraid I'm gonna have to put you in a You're home. Going to the fucking home. You well, don't understand this. How can I trust that, you? That's the, the way it looks like to me. Is that Vito manipulated his parents into buying buying the thing so that he could bully them out of it? hundred <laughs> well, percent. I didn't. I didn't intend for that to happen, but. Um, it's just the deck it certainly is. got played. We uh, so yeah, everyone did the tutorial um, except for my mom, and uh, then I got everybody started on Thrill of the Fight, which is like the Oculus boxing game, um, and um, they really got a kick out of that. 
Um, me too, you know. And um, that thing is like a workout. I mean, you, you do like one round with a AI opponent, and dude's like up in your face because it's VR. It's like almost like scary. You think you're getting hit. <laughs> um, and it's a real workout. I was like gasping on the floor. Uh, so that was cool. And then I think we did a little bit of super hot VR, which is sick. Super hot. I think that's a great, great VR game. I got to play more of that. Um, And then for my mom, I just put, she like literally, like she doesn't have like a video game brain at all. Like I put her in, um, she really wanted to do like a roller coaster thing. So I, I just found some sort of roller coaster game on the Oculus store. I think it was free. And it's not even a game really. It's just like you sit in the cart you pull the bar down and then you just ride and look around, you know? Um, she couldn't even handle that. She, like, she didn't know like which direction to look in. It's like, mom, it's like if you're sitting in a roller coaster in real life, just like look, you know, look where the roller coaster's going. It was, it was a little crazy. Uh, but ultimately, she enjoyed that. She had some fun. But I did, I did take it home that night and I have not returned it. <laughs> he says casually at the end of that. Jeez, dude. But you know, so like video, video like it, it, it we we take it for granted. Playing video games we is do. a skill. You know what I mean? Yeah, we like, do. I've been it, doing it my whole life, so it, it's like it's just second nature. Like I can't I don't even know how to that's like the thing. like at a certain point, like I don't even know how to how to help you. Like I think at some point I was just saying look, you just have to figure figure it out. Like, I don't know what to tell you, Mom. Sort yourself, Mom. Yeah, you just you it, have to figure it, it, it out. Like, you know, it's little things like, like, you know, like, with with grabbing stuff, right? You know, for like, you, like, just because of video game brain, you know that it's going to be something like putting your hand near there and then hitting a button. But you know that before you even go. You know what I mean? But, like, for them, it's like, I don't know how this works. Maybe, maybe I just like grab at the air or something. Or like, you know, maybe I need to rotate this thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah, a, and and you're absolutely right. But you know, there also is text, and somebody's telling you exactly what to do. So it's like just just listen to what they're saying, and then just do it. Like, yeah, you know, don't don't experiment. That, just listen sure, to what they're saying. Sure. But that being said, you did kind of give them hard mode with VR because like. There is so much sensory information. Like, there is somebody literally talking to you and shit, right? But, like, in your mom's case, she's still figuring out what happens when she moves her head. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, like, I, I, like she couldn't comprehend that if you move your head or move your body, you're going to move in the thing. Like, I'm, like, that's the whole point of it. Like, I remember she was just sitting in the chair, just, like, staring mom, at the floor. It's <laughs> like, you Mom, you got you to gotta look you around know. or something. Real quick, how old are your parents? Uh, they're almost, uh, they're like between 55 and 60. They're pushing right. 60. Yeah. So like around the same age as my parents. See, when I'm well, anyway, like, they're like, they're like smart and like my dad's like a tech guy, you know, like uh, other than video games. Sure. Now sure. to um, be fair, to be fair. Well, her son is also, your, his son is also a tech guy and look at the situation. Makes, where, makes right? enough. Makes complete He's sense. A genius. Makes results for sure. Uh, that being said, Vito. Now, okay, let's 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 continue the story. Now, we have um, stolen. Is it a fair way to say the VR headset? Uh, from our I parents, mean, I I offered to bring it back, and they told me just keep it 
and hold on to it because you're gonna enjoy it and they said like you know we're afraid of like we're not yeah they're (laughs) (laughs) we're afraid of you Vito please just take it please don't bring this devil magic into the home anymore Vito your mom Uh, is like a cat that you put a post note on the nose of and then she got like scared by the post note and backed away backed away and then you took it off and were like well great I guess you don't want to I guess that you don't like that. So I'm going to just keep... I'm going to hold on to the post-it note. Yeah. You can tell us the truth, Vito. You did what I did. Where you just play, put them in the forest. And then you were like, hey, you don't like oh, that it? that would have been is, good. This is what VR is. That would have been good. Uh, but no, I just put them in some easy games. And yeah, then I, then I took it home. Or I put my mom in some YouTube VR experiences too, which she loved. Which I think is really cool. Like... I thought it was cool. I was like, we were like underwater looking at, I don't know, hmm, fish and right. shit. Uh, but yeah, so I took, cool. I took it home. I offered to bring it back. They said like, you know, just bring it next time you come over and then we'll use it together. Cause they're not going to use it when I'm not there. And I guess I didn't realize that when I convinced them to get it, I kind of thought they'd get into it. But after the first experience of watching them, like just try to do it and not even be able to like navigate the menus and stuff, uh, I'm, they're going to need, they're gonna need a um, <clears throat> a chaperone, a VR chaperone. <laughs> for um, for sure, dude. Like my mom, like uh, I bought her Spyro on uh, the PS4, like the you know the remaster because she loved those games. That's cool. She, um, my brother's a PS4. She cannot figure out just like how to watch the game. Like she just, you, you know, it, it, we we think it's so easy, but she can't figure out. Okay, how do I open my library of digital games how do i click this you know and on yeah. a ps4 my it's parents like, would be the same you literally can't change like the carousel so spyro should be right up there if it was installed recently and in 20 years it'll happen to you yeah <laughs> i guess for me i got frustrated because it's like well okay you have certain tools available to you right so if it's like that spyro it's like okay you have a controller and you know this thing moves things so just move the thing until you find the thing you want to do, and then you press a button to confirm. You know, yeah. Like my I, dad I really, in VR. I really think it's like a sensory overload thing. Like maybe like, gotta like break. They in, don't break even know what in. they're looking at. Exactly. Yeah. Like they're they're still taking <clears throat> in everything. You know, it's like okay, so I got a screen. Okay, so there's like a bunch of bubbles. Uh, okay, if I move up and down, then I move up and down the bubble. You know what I mean? Like their brain is coming on to figure out this new puzzle in front of them because it's you know they've only watched tv their life yeah so yeah i thought vr would be intuitive it's not as intuitive as i thought definitely better than like an actual game though which they would when, not be able to play at all when they were trying super hot then i mean did anyone get froggy did they try to like leap forward and punch a wall oh uh, did your like parents smash into the tv or something no like, everyone was like pretty good I, I was like i was like on like I was on them because I was afraid that someone was gonna eat shit, and you know I don't want my, <laughs> parents, want my parents, parents falling right. No, so that's the thing. So all the games we were playing, uh, you know, I've read about motion sickness, and I am a motion sick person. Like I get car sick. Um, I I get motion sick all the time. Like not that I shouldn't say all the time, but things that make you motion sick make me fucking sick. Roller coasters, whatever. Um. So I was excited because all the games we played, I had no problem at all. And I and I think I told you guys, I like 
posted it. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm actually not motion sick. Let's do this. Okay. So I continue the story. I bring it home and the first game I tried was phasmophobia. We were about to get uh, a little lobby together. I was like, I was psyched to play phasmophobia in VR. Right. We get into the lobby. Oh, I remember. Yeah. And then it hits me. This is the first game that requires me to move with an analog stick. Because the other game's super hot. You don't you don't move at all. You're just standing still, and then it teleports you. And the boxing game, you just you walk around in real life in your space, but there's no movement with an analog stick. Again, the lobby of Phasmophobia, I moved the stick forward, and holy shit, it was like the ground moving beneath me. I instantly wanted to vomit. Yeah, a new yeah. part of your brain unlocking, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I instantaneously oh my wanted to vomit. God, dude, that's I, insane. I, I, th- I think I was with Knoxville. I was like, I can't do this. I, I can't, absolutely can't do this. So I switched to teleport. I was so upset too because I was like, man, I'm such a gamer. It sucks that I'm locked out of such a cool experience because of motion sickness. Um, yeah, so I switched to teleport mode. Long story short, the teleport in Phasmophobia is not the way to play at all. I mean, obviously, but. Some games have a good teleport system. I don't think Phasmophobia does. It was really janky. Um, and just, uh, I kept getting caught on stuff, like in a glitchy kind of way. Um, then the next game I played was, I got Blade and Sorcery, because I always see Kurt playing it, and it looks awesome. I've always wanted to play Blade and Sorcery. Um, and same thing. Like, I started moving with the stick, and I was like... I'm going to throw up. This is like nauseating. But I think I kept at it for a bit. And that game, like, you could kind of just, um, like, you know, it's it, these arena battles. So I'll, I'd like move, I'd close my eyes and like move myself into the middle of the arena, like set myself up in a good spot and then just fight hmm. within my uh, available space in my living room. And, you know, that was fine. And then I just kept playing it. And after like three days, I don't, I'm not motion sick at all. I got over it. it. It nice. really does yeah. just take time for your brain to adjust. Same thing happened to me. You're a champion, like, Vito. I didn't get sick, but like the motion was just super wonky to my brain when I first started. And then at, over the course of several days of use, yeah, went away. Now now every time I go back in, it feels as normal as anything else. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I, the first day, I was like, I'm, I'll never get over this. Like, this All right, is just how too. it is. I guess maybe after the third day, maybe your brain just kind of realizes that, oh no, I'm in, I'm looking at a, I'm actually looking at a screen. I'm not yeah. here maybe. Um, because the idea yeah. at first that things are moving, but your feet aren't moving, like nauseating. Uh, so yeah, I'm psyched about that. So now I'm fucking running and jumping and, uh, I'm a blade and sorcery fucking master. And that's my favorite game out of all the VR games that I'll, I'll mention. Um, and me and John talk. John doesn't like Blade and Sorcery as much as a game like Gorn, because uh, Blade and Sorcery is just basically like a sandbox. Yeah, there's no of, real um, point to it. It's just for fun. Yeah, but yeah, I just point. fucking just love like the, killing. I don't know what to tell you. I just think the <laughs> just Unity models killing. are so boring. I, I feel like they mm. they hardly react to you. I, I mean, there are merits to it. Obviously, the 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 weapons handling is much greater, and the mods you can have a greater variety of weapons. But I just feel like the actual act of killing. I just don't feel like I'm making an impact when I hit them. They're just like, I don't know, you've seen Unity models, they just kind of topple over. It's like I'm fighting, like, the crew of Phasmophobia running at me in, like, in medieval gear. Yeah, I find it extremely satisfying, and, uh, and you know, 
I guess that's just a uh, personal opinion, but I, I've been loving it. And uh, you yeah, know, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're not alone. Obviously, it's like the the you know melee game. Yeah, I mean, I could just launch it. I would fucking launch it right now if I was in this podcast. It's just so so Ooh. fun. Uh, and I have a bunch of mods installed. I got fucking guns, whipping out shotguns, and oh no, the curse of Kurt. Yeah, dude, it's like the fuck. It's like a fucking psychopath simulator. Have you tried uh, the grappling yet? No, I didn't download that one because I was a little nervous. Yeah. I've seen Kurt using that. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, but I think I'd be fine now because now I could jump and uh, climb around, and it doesn't really bother me. I'll do like leaping lunges at people. Um, so yeah, Blade and Sorcery is my favorite VR game right now. What else have I played? I you played, played a bit of Alex. Pavlov. Yes, uh, I played Half-Life Alex. I did not play much of it. Um, so I'm playing Oculus Quest 2, and I'm playing it specifically via the Air Link, which I think is like a somewhat recent feature. It's still an experimental thing, yeah. Yeah, it's like I have to enable like... Uh, the air link in the beta settings. <laughs> the yeah. only time I've tried it so far, it crashed immediately. <laughs> yeah, so I've had mixed results. Um, my computer's in one room, and then I put the air link on, I connect to my computer, and I play in my living room, which is fucking sick. And no other headset, as far as I know, even has that. You know, I was just getting this from my parents because I'm not going to fucking own a Facebook VR headset for myself. Hell no. Um, with ads and shit. But now I'm like, you know what? This headset's kind of great because the airlink's cool mm. when it works. Um, but yeah, I've had mixed results. Like Alex so, doesn't seem to work well with, with the airlink. Your parents can airlink take the ads. <laughs> yeah, airlink is a recent thing that they added, like earlier this year. So you haven't tried like virtual desktop yet? No, virtual desktop is an app that you buy. Yeah. Um, and no, I haven't tried. Is that a better experience? Well, because that's what everyone has had to use until now to get a wireless uh, playing games off your PC experience. Right. Not, yeah, you know not, how, so I, you're yeah, not was... playing games off the headset itself. You're playing games off your PC still, but you're connecting wirelessly to virtual desktop. Yeah, I think that's what I was talking to you about when, I, when you first said you were going to play Half-Life Alex. And I was like, I don't think you can. I think you have to download something. But I think everything I was reading was before the, the AirLink came out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a reason. That's what Kurt does too. Yeah, he has the virtual desktop, and that yeah, that has they, worked great for me. Uh, virtual desktop. So if you okay, ever so if you ever get too struggly that. with AirLink, that's another alternative that's been in use up until now. Yeah, the AirLink can be buggy. Like sometimes I got to run a game like multiple times to get it up and running, and sometimes it works fine. Like Blade and Sorcery for some reason is the best working game on that. Alex uh, is tough. Honestly, I think it's just because anything that's like um, any like intensive games intensive. yeah right. it's just the bandwidth is just not strong enough and then I've tried to like play on the airlink and stream at the same time and most of the time that's just a big no-no um, but I love my friends and I want them <laughs> to support me so yeah the, uh, the, yeah, the other day when we were playing you. Pavlov I was uh, streaming to discord as well and it worked fine that's just on my Airlink? experience. No, no, no. Sorry, on virtual desktop. That's what right. I was. I was. Uh, oh, okay. I, I was. Uh, I was just scrolling through the most recent reviews for um, Oculus Quest virtual desktop, the app, and uh, it's it's funny. There are, there is a uh, general tenor of reviews that are specifically saying if you're having trouble with Airlink, buy this. 
There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I didn't know that, so I'll definitely buy it and check it out. Airlink still an experimental feature. It's literally you have to enable it through the beta and then experimental features. So it's right. not so maybe it'll be improved yet. on. Yeah. Because that that feature of, of wireless gaming with the Oculus, I think is great. Like I was I was literally gonna buy a Valve Index probably like two weeks ago or whenever when I got this VR headset. You know, the quest two for them, the the, the index for me. And I stopped because I realized the Valve Index doesn't have any sort of wireless feature, mm-hmm. I don't think. I mean, and so, Vito, I was hearing you saying that you, you were buying some stuff on the Oculus Store. I'm like, I, I understand that because that's what the headset is for. But personally, I'm trying to avoid spending or buying my applications right. in the Oculus Store as much as possible. I just want to avoid I, it if I can. I agree. I think the only games I bought were the day I got it and I was at my parents' house. The only option I had was to buy games through the store. So I super yeah. hot I have on the store, but everything else I just buy through Steam and I play. I'd much rather game. have it on Steam, have it on my computer, because uh, I don't want to be tethered to the Oculus store if, if I can avoid it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, moving on. I also played Pavlov with you guys, which was that was I thought mildly fun. Um, mildly, I had a great time. I, I, I had the most fun when we were doing the... I uh, had a lot of fun at the end. What do you call it? T- t- Terrorist Town? Uh, yeah, TTT? Terrorist Town. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a blast. Trouble in Terrorist Town. Yeah, that was just well, Okay, was just I didn't like the, the first mode we played. I did not like the, the, the bomb mode because it was like you Search die. And, and then you have to wait there and like you can't spectate because then you could like possibly tell your team where they're at. You're just in this like fucking saw looking like bathroom nightmare zone. <laughs> you yeah, respawn. Oh <laughs> uh, I I did like the the capture the flag mode, or yeah, that King of the Hill mode. King of the Hill. But right I feel like the teams were I don't know I don't know who the fuck the ringer Kyle brought in. I've now yeah. honestly he burped in his mic the first second and I muted him. I didn't oh, talk to him. No. I just <laughs> I, I instantly knew muted you him. did. But I knew you fucking. He did was that. on some aimbot fucking. Dude, uh, or he had like one of those little gun stands or something. Like cause he was like a laser shot, dude. Yeah, and, and I thought it was. I was like, maybe it's my Oculus because like the resolution. Because I found it hard to aim very far. Um, because like you know, do you guys close one of your eyes when aiming? No, you don't want to play a little trick here. Well, maybe if it's for everybody. And a little trick here I found in VR is, you know, obviously normally is how you'd shoot. In VR, it's almost better, especially for automatic weapons, just to look over the gun and pull the trigger and see where, like, the bullets hit and then just work That's your way from there. To... Because, yeah. yeah like, well, this guy was actually, not doing that. that no, literally I think he like actually, I felt like he actually had, like, a gun, like, you know, like the little holsters you can buy for your remotes and, like, fucking put them in there. Because, yeah, his... I don't know. He was literally like laser precision, like dude. Yeah, we were doing insane. that. Uh, what was it? We were doing Stalingrad that map, and it was literally maybe what was it like fifteen? But we got there with a the tank, and then it was just fifteen minutes of me, oh. John, and Knoxville <laughs> constantly running up and, and we hiding made our up own there. Fun. And <laughs> we were just talking, and then every every so often we pop our head out, and our fucking head would get blown off. Like, dude. Oh, wait, really? that was when you guys were in the trenches? Yeah, no, 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 yeah. No, no, no. We so were not. We, we, well, we got our right, ass beat for like five minutes, like straight. And then we were just like, let's just go hang out up in the building. So for, I don't know if you noticed, for the rest of the match, we didn't try to get any of the circles or whatever. We just kept going <laughs> oh, into this top part of the building, trying to shoot you guys and see how long we could hold out. Because we knew that we, the, the other team was just better. <laughs> and yeah, like Greg was saying, we were just getting fucking. 
Just every time we peek our head out, that one dude's like a laser. Just zoom. Dude, I, like, I remember. I was talking to Knoxville, and he got fucking shot, and it killed his character. And he just, the audio just cuts out, like, instantly. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, dude. Yeah, I, had cool. a lot of I did like that. Game. That map was cool. I, I like just playing. Dude, yeah, I regular would, you know, you, well, you know what the thing is, and I, I know we didn't. We were just playing with each other. But like when when we played originally, we joined like a map like that. But it was like like thirty two or like people? sixty people. Yeah, oh, so I wanted like, to do that. Was, like that was like absolute madness. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah. We'll stick together like in a squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that. That was. I like to play. But I mean, I even had fun doing what we were doing. But you know, obviously, sometimes the teams were a little crazy. Insane. Yeah. And Trouble in Terrorist Town was just hysterical. Yeah, Dude, I would love to do more of that. We have to do that on custom maps. There's so yeah, there's yeah, it was fun, but yeah, map. the custom maps are yeah, yeah they're yeah, they're big. Wacky. Yeah. Um John got me a fisherman's tail, which is a cute little experience that I've yet to beat, only because the airlink I think crashed while I was playing it and I gave up. Um and that's about it as far as VR games. Hey, Vito, as the only other person with a uh, Quest 2 now, uh, I haven't talked to anybody about this, but would you agree that the audio, uh, like the speakers on the Quest 2 are basically magic? Why do you say that? Because they, they just beam like headphone quality sound directly into your brain. You don't even notice uh... that it's like... Yeah, no, I guess that, yeah. Are, are they, uh, yeah, I guess so. You know, I don't think the audio is that great compared, uh, obviously, compared to, like, wearing a, you know, a headset. So well, I what, do, you, what do you see do it as like a down- Are you wearing a headphones jacked in to the headset? No, I, I just wear the headset. Okay. It's It's got, the it's like got the hover, hover speakers, right, over your ear? You did that one time, didn't you put the no, headset on no, once? No, no, just... I did. No, like the Quest 2, it just there's no speakers on your ears. There's nothing on your ears. It just it literally like the audio from the headset beams <laughs> beams itself into your skull. Was it like vibrating? I don't know. I don't know how they did it, but it's something? like really it's surprisingly it's obviously not as good as headphones or speakers. Right. I, I guess it's, what, it's I like get surprisingly what you're good for a headset attached surprisingly to your eyes. Surprisingly effective for having yeah. I yeah. agree. Maybe it's like vibrations or something. I don't know. I yeah. just read about some sunglasses that like vibrate music through your like temples. There's no speakers. <laughs> I just think it's really impressive. Is, but... Bro, feel this. Feel this song, dude. It's fucking sick. Yeah. Feel the song. You feeling it? Vibrating your temples. Bro, I'm feeling it, bro. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, I, yeah. I think the quest is cool. I haven't had Zuckerberg hasn't like been whispering anything in my. Sweet nothings in my ear. Oh, yeah. okay. He'll come in time. Yeah, right? you know of. I haven't noticed any like Facebook intrusions of any kind, really. Other than really? like when You've I set it up, I had... every day. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Other than you know having to make a Facebook ac- or sorry, having to sign in with my Facebook yes. account when I created the thing. Um. Yeah, the resolution isn't like amazing, but this is my only experience in VR, so. I'm Did you, for, you know. have you turned on uh, 120 hertz? No, I didn't. Okay, even know you that can turn that on in the options. I would say, I, I, that only it was originally like 90, right? And then it, they they have a thing where you can toggle on 120. Oh, I would suggest doing jam. that, I guess, because that's 
you know, oh, better. Yeah. I want maximum, maximum, maximum. Uh, okay. So that was VR. Moving forward, um, I'll talk about Soma. I'm playing Soma based on Flask's recommendation a while ago. I think it was on Soma. On Soma, and it is so much. <laughs> uh, fuck. I'm trying to fit a negative word into that sentence structure. Is it you're not having fun? <laughs> no, no, it's cool. I, I um I think the story's really interesting right now. I don't I'm like I don't know where I am in the game right now, but I feel like I've played halfway at least. What is the um, last thing you did? Um fuck. I'm running. I don't know. I'm running away. Last from, thing I uh, saw him do was get frustrated in some area. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm ru- I mean, I'm running away from monsters and in fucking corridors. I mean, that's what you're doing the whole game, right? So like, I don't oh, know exactly right. where I am. Um, but I feel like I'm halfway through, and uh, the story's super neat. Um, I don't know where it's going exactly. Um, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Uh, very cool sci-fi uh, conceit so far. Um, and, uh, you know, the gameplay is there. It's like basically like a walk-in simulator, but then there's like some cool, fun, uh, puzzles. Um, and, you know, obviously then you're running away from monsters kind of like you would in like amnesia or any game like that. And the monsters are cool. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Last time I played it, Flash was watching, I was just getting really frustrated you saw it really burned out too. Like we had already done VR that night. I think yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Maybe I was just not in the right mood. But I definitely, when I was playing it before that too, I was getting a little frustrated because I was stuck at a part that was giving me a lot of difficulty for some reason. Also, the game is like super fucking dark. And I wasn't able to like really f- fix that so well hmm. um, and keep the game like looking good. Also, I hate when you get hurt in that game, the chromatic effect. Yeah, that's just stuck on the screen. I mean, that was the worst idea ever. It gives me like a headache looking at it. Um, oh, here's a uh, pro tip for you: don't get hurt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, he's right, you know. Nah. Yeah, well, the game's been really, really easy so far, and then I got to that one part that you were watching me play, where I'm navigating this like maze of rooms, and there's a monster hunting me or walking around, and. uh I don't know why that was so fucking hard. That was a very hard part, and it was getting me a little frustrated because I kept dying and replaying it over and over again. Um, but yeah, I gotta continue that. Uh, so far, it's a uh, middling experience. Yeah, I would say the uh, the enemy confrontation stuff in the game is not great, and it's certainly not certainly not the draw of the game. And there is even like a safe mode where you can't die. Which is completely mm. viable, I think, for this type of game. It's just, as you said, just like a walking simulator with some puzzles, basically. And mostly, you're yeah. in it for the atmosphere and the story. Um, so yeah, I don't, get, yeah. I don't find the game like super scary or anything like that. Actually, it's kind of like there's like some charm to it and a lot of humor, and I was not expecting that. <laughs> um, like subtle humor, uh, especially just like the yeah. I mean, you, you get what I'm saying, right? Like a uh, light spoilers. Is that okay? Like you know, you got these fucking humans stuck in uh stuck in robots or whatever or or they're i always thought of it like a a b movie 
That's what that's what someone reminded me of a lot of. I could see that, yeah, because it's kind of good. It's supposed to be scary, but it's, some of it is kind of goofy. It's kind of yeah. And I appreciate it though. I do. You agree with that? But point? I was going in thinking I was going into like a straight up horror experience. I don't. I don't really um, get. That I mean, there from there the are definitely parts. Here's the fucking goof fest. Say again. I was just asking for ask if he agreed. No, I don't think so. Said, I, don't, I don't think I. Well, I was going to say, that, uh, I um, you don't agree with what that there's a little humor in the game. I I think there's humor in the game, but like, I don't think I don't get the vibe of like a B movie type of charm. I think it's. I guess I meant like the, I mean like aesthetically wise, like how like the people are in like, like Vito said, like they're in the robots. I don't. Yeah, know. but I don't think you're supposed to find that like <laughs> funny. Got him. Uh, well, pathetic little, dumb robots. Well, no, I, I kind of want to dunk on them a little bit. The funny and like a fucked up like kind of like because I guess it's I mean def- I mean like, definitely down the line it's fucked up, but dark humor. Yeah, dark humor. Sure. Yeah, I, I mean Greg are on the same page. But I'm anyway, just happy I don't seem like a psychopath. So thank you, Vito. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, yeah, so that's Soma, and then the last thing I want to talk about... Wait, wait, is, I just um, want to say, to the audience out yeah. there, the audience of our listeners, um, just a reminder that uh, these guys played these atmospheric horror games in a room full of screaming <laughs> people playing Call of Duty. Just a reminder, I'm not saying one or the other, I don't like it, they like it, uh, I but it's just the that. way they do it. Wow, not not good enough to pull me out of the room of screaming people? Hmm, not much of an atmosphere. <laughs> Oh, if anything, if anything, <laughs> Kurt screaming in my ear randomly puts more fear into my body. Yeah, and also, let it be known that I definitely have Kurt, Greg, and B-Man at like 10% volume when they're <laughs> playing the Call right of Duty. So. <laughs> I don't blame but, uh, you. Andy said that I, earlier, I, and I was like, I don't blame yeah, you. Yeah, I do the same but thing. I, I can't imagine not streaming any single player. Yeah, game dude. Friends, all right? It's just fun. Discord. Yeah. I can. I don't go off to my isolation chamber whenever I want to play some single player game, you know? That it's a single player game. <laughs> single pl- hold on, hold on. Vito, single I, I, player. I, I, There's I, only one person playing. Doesn't say how many yeah. people can watch. Watch. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. It's a multi watch. Oh, I forgot they include on the Steam game. page. It, this is a multi hundred viewer uh, game. This is a multi viewer uh, game. V- single v- player. Vito, was that it for your round table? That's like stream sets. I had one little thing. Is oh, that all right? So, uh, oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I, mean, I don't know if it's a little thing. It's kind of a medium-sized thing. I know. It's all I was all just going to talk about the fun fun party games that I was playing lately. And you guys played a little bit of... You know the fun yeah, party right, games? Whatever, Play a little crazy? boomerang foo? Yeah. That oh, was good. I, I like, like that one a lot. Hmm. Yeah. That's probably yeah, my favorite like of the group. Yeah. Boomerang foo is fun. He plays a little f- foods... A little deathmatch, four-player deathmatch game. You can add bots, and you just got a boomerang. You throw it, and you get power-ups and stuff. Very super fun. It was probably like 15 bucks. Um, Rubber Bandits. Rubber Bandits look sick. We played the Rubber Bandits Summer Prologue. Um, They also did like a Christmas thing. You know, these are little like timed demos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Um, that one was fun. It was a little, little... A little nutty, like I said. I liked, I, you know, what it was. I thought that uh, the the, the, the foo, whatever boomerang game had like the the nice mixture of like randomness and skill, and I thought that the one you're talking about now was sure. zany. It was just like, all right, if I get the gun, I'm gonna fuck him up. But I still had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, 
I mean, but those yeah, any I agree. There was, there was some skill, like... though, because you could, like, deflect the fucking bullet, which I didn't, you know. Well, yeah, there was yeah, stuff yeah, I was yeah. finding out. There's definitely that skill stuff, but, I mean, a lot of it was just, like, a randomness of what powers you get. And yeah, you, and that's how the game's supposed to be, obviously. The they spawn. It's supposed and, to be, like, and, and, oh, yeah, set up a tourney, you know. It doesn't make it lesser for being that, I agree. I just like the yeah. the the boomerang, you know, because I could in my mind yeah. I could see the boomerang bouncing off the wall, and then I do it in real life, and I say, "I'm an actual genius." I just stopped playing video games. Yeah, sure, dude. Except I don't think you won a single. I think I won every one of them. For let the record show, I did watch Sean. He won every single one. No, Thank you, Craig. Sure. Um, yeah, Rubber Bandits Summer Prologue. So the actual game, fuck. Trying to find it on the store right now, but it's coming out. I don't know when exactly. But the actual game looks sick. It's a lot bigger than what we played. Like we just played this little tiny demo level. The actual game is based around. Well, the premise is like you just robbed a bank, so it's like you don't do the heist, but it's like post heist, you're now fighting for bags of money that I guess oh, wow. uh, like drop the around the arena. Bandits. Yeah, and then but the but the arenas look very interesting. There's a lot of like dynamic elements. Um, you know things you could kill people with on the map and changing things. It looks it looks very cool. I'm excited for that. You know, it's a party animals clone kind of thing. While we wait for party animals, um, and then the party animals. Yeah, that's supposed to come out in like Q3. No, what never, party animals? Never this, this, this twenty this twenty twenty two. Ah, uh, maybe I was thinking of something else. A whole fucking whole fucking year. I can't even believe yeah, that. I just made myself. That doesn't sad. make any no, sense. Man. Yeah. Um, like 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 I said when we talked about it, I'm, I with no idea what the answer is. Feel like the answer is that um, they uh, got a publishing deal with Microsoft and then decided to make it for console. You know, I, I think it was never going to be a console game until they got Microsoft involved. Yeah, Just was, guessing, because that because like that that would totally explain the big gap in what we played in the release is that they want to release concurrent console versions. Which maybe they have to because it's a Game Pass game. You know what I mean? Maybe that's part of the deal. Yeah, sure, but micro I mean, sucks. what's the big deal anyway? It's just Control V, Control C, no? Or sorry, opposite. Am I right? Control yeah. C, Control V. Yeah, yeah, just Control V, Control C. You guys know. Yeah. Y'all know. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the other one that I was playing with you guys was uh, well, I only played with John last night a little bit. Um, Towerfall Ascension. Dude, I, I love game. that game. You guys were playing the co-op mode, though. I've never done that. Yeah, the co-op mode... That's what I said. There's a two-player co-op mode that comes with the game. We were playing a four-player co-op mode that comes with the expansion, the Dark World expansion. Um, and it's just, yeah, us versus uh, NPCs, and then there's a boss at the end of each level, and there's like, I don't know, four or five uh, zones. Yeah, a lot of fun, and uh, we didn't really play the verses, but the verses is great. It's kind of like duck game with arrows, um, which is my thing. I know you guys expressed you don't like duck game so much. I know Dude, Greg does. Greg, I, let's play some Tower. I was like Vito. You know, I fucking love duck game. I will play Towerfall with you. I don't think I own Towerfall. I got it. Well, we were so I'll we just were play with you. playing it. Actually, that's the best thing about all of these games that ties them together. Is I was just looking for games that you could remote play. Um, and just fun little games. Actually, I bought Dude, these to like, play with uh, my girlfriend and her, and her younger brothers. So um, if you're looking for games like that, those three are, are good ones. 
Um, and that's it, fellas. I appreciate you guys giving me such a long round table. You were giving for two um, weeks. Gone. Uh, it was okay. I mean, give him, give the guy a break. The little little veto needed. It, it was his. It was his first foray into VR. He needed yeah. to. He needed to talk about it. And I and I I understand that. Everybody gets all one right. VR. Uh, go ahead and cut VR all this stuff. Table. Yeah, Read but Flash, go ahead top. and just cut it down to like two minutes in post. Uh, uh, that being said, uh, by the way, speaking of streaming games, uh, I finished Like a Dragon, uh, and I definitely think the experience was better for my friends watching me, mostly John. But uh, onto the game itself, really, really good game. Uh, I think they kind of knocked out of the park as far as Jer being an RPG goes, which is not what I expected going into the game. It has maybe the best sub-stories of the game, or of the series, and maybe the best story of the series. Uh, and I like the combat a whole lot because I like RPGs. Uh, you know, it's not a perfect RPG, though. It's like not a perfect game. Like, there's some uh, things I don't like. We're talking about on the Discord today, like uh, uh, just an easy one. I, I really hate that if Ichiban, the main character, gets knocked out in battle, you lose. Game over. Yeah, that was a I, very I strange I, I, decision. I never liked that in RPGs either. Like, uh, it just restricts the way you play. You know, you gotta... Alright, I guess I gotta dump health He's on Ichiban. He's your number one priority. On exactly, and... That is kind of... It even makes sense in-game, because other characters get knocked out and then get picked up. So, like, why did it matter if Ichiban gets knocked out? Just pick him up. And I and I honestly didn't really notice into this until my last session of play. It's, I don't think it's, it feels like a problem until like the very end game. But the level balancing is totally out of whack uh, at a certain point, where the amount of effort you put into a fight is not uh, does not uh, equate to the amount of experience you get, if only because there's an enemy that you can find reliably that. Uh, has a gimmick to it, but once you figure it out, it takes you 30 seconds to kill it, and it gives you more experience than anything else in the game, including the final boss. <laughs> Imagine it's crazy, like level 99 to do the final tower. I'm pretty sure, dude, like, I'm pretty sure it'll only take a few hours, and all That's you would do is just like... Me, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I, I've considered it. I don't think I'm gonna do that, though, but... um. Because, like, all people do is just grind that enemy, I said. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's going yeah, to the sure. dun dungeon and keep finding it. Yeah, definitely the easiest thing to do. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously glad you liked it. Um, I don't know if I... I as far as the greatest story, definitely a contender. I don't know. If sub stories, I'd have to really think about it. It did have some great ones, but... I don't know. There's... There's some good ones all around. You haven't played six yet. Six had a lot of good sub stories, Dude, I think. That's true. I, I mean, I and to be clear, I've only played Zero and Kiwami. I haven't even played yeah, Kiwami yeah. Two or Yakuza Six, which people uh, will often say are the best games of the series. That was a big thing. I said. I even said that to you earlier. You, I definitely feel like everyone should play Six before they play Like a Dragon, because parts in that game will just will blow your mind. Well, I, I think I'm feeling, uh, you know, next on my Yakuza list whenever I get around to it is to uh, play Kiwami 2. And then I think I'll do 6. Kiwami 2 is it's good. I like the, uh, I think, the little mods. I've seen a lot of people say it's like their favorite game. 
Yeah, I don't know if I go that far. I just really like the uh, anyway. of playing Majima and Zero. Yeah, 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 I don't want to hold this up. Seven good. Go uh, go try. Go rise like a dragon. Yeah, rise like a dragon on the Xbox Play all the ones. Pass. Try to play them all. Before uh, you I try like to play dragon. them all. Trust me. Uh, uh, I don't know about that. See, and, and that's one thing I had struggled with, is that I thought from the beginning, like, oh, I'm going to play them all before I get to like a dragon. Then I played Zero. Then I played Kiwami. Like, back-to-back. They're long Those games. Are, it's easy to get burned they're, out. Yeah, dude, they're, they're long it's games. It's 100% easy to get burned out. It's easy to get burned out. Uh, and I do feel like Yakuza 7 stands alone enough that I don't feel like you need to play any Yakuza game to really get it, though you're not going to understand some of the things towards Yeah, there's going to be references you don't get. But I, I agree that it is a completely new story. Yeah. God, I love Yakuza. Can't wait for Yeah, that's a great one. game. Yeah. Which one? Same. If I play one, which one should I start with? Uh, Zero. Uh, yeah, I think Vito, you're a Zero guy. Like, I, I think you would much more appreciate the, the beat-em-up combat before you appreciated the RPG combat. Right. And I think, I mean, in, you know, there's balls. arguments, but besides Seven, I think Zero has the best story anyway. Oh, yeah, I was going to... I should have said that. Zero and Seven, like, I... Maybe it's just recency bias. I'm saying seven has the best story, but like I've got no complaints about zero story either. Zero story is incredible. Kuze, Kuze, Kume. Something about the dude. name, dude. They're all just little shitters. Something about the name, little shitters. Anyway, that's all I got. That's all I got for my roundtable. Uh, I think it's time for a break. As surprising as it is, we only got through two roundtables. And, and, uh, and frankly, yeah. and frankly, my friends, I'm sorry that I took so long on my roundtable. Um, I just had a lot to say about Yakuza. Andy, if anything, um, I wish you talked more about Yakuza. Yeah, that's all uh, right, I, Andy. I, honestly, sorry. Greg, if I if I had more to say, I would like. But you know, I kind of feel like I'd just be beating a dead horse because like. Everybody's talking. Everybody's talked about it. How great it is! Yeah, we've, you know, we've talked about Yakuza quite and, a bit. Yes, I love Yakuza. I'm just saying it's on the Game Pass, and uh, you, every child's description of the child's description of the series might be a Japanese GTA. But what you miss with that childish description Absolutely is that not. you miss all the heart and the soul, and that's why that's what I come to Yakuza for is for some heart. The soul. What's that? You ever watch? Yeah. It's like it's I'm like Japanese you. Fast and Furious a little bit. It's all about family. I, I kind of do family. feel that comparison. Yeah, familia. <laughs> anyway, off to break. Everybody, we'll come back later on with roundtables from Flask, from Greg, and from John, and maybe just maybe, assuming that nobody's going to drop another forty-fiver on us, we might just get to some news tonight. <laughs> I couldn't uh, sleep last night, so they say, you know, if you can't sleep, don't try to force it. Just get up and go do something. Don't look at, like, a screen or anything, but, like, go do, right. like, I don't know, read a book or whatever. So I got up. I think I was playing guitar for a little bit, and then I look, and my girlfriend's got this huge bookshelf. She reads <gasps> a lot of books. What um, a cool person. I like I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so then I, I picked a Kurt Vonnegut book, Slaughterhouse Five, which I've never read. Don't know anything about. I know John really likes it. So I was uh, like, oh, maybe I'll, I really I'll start like reading too. that. It's a good book. <laughs> It's like one of the only. I cannot believe this is so perfect. That's like literally one of the only books I've ever talked about on the podcast, (laughs) and Vito doesn't even remember. I know John likes it a lot. I never heard nothing about you or Andy. Vito, listen, you're about to come unstuck in time. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but anyway, I was reading it. How far did you get? Oh, this is part two of the roundtable, by the way. I think I only got up to, like, chapter two where they start talking about Billy. So it's, like, just started. But right. I don't know if I'm going to keep reading it, though. No, nah, you Why? won't. I thought it was about aliens. It is, dude. Keep going. <laughs> Vito, Seriously? Keep going. I, no, Vito, yes, Vito. Ha- well, keep going. Def- there, I promise you, there are definitely aliens in it. A thousand percent. Uh, okay, yeah, because I started reading it. And it was, I thought, I liked the humor and the, like, wittiness That's not of it. really what the movie is, or what the movie, what, that's not what the book is about. I don't know, it's about have... Dresden bombings, but I, I was like, no, you'll get some aliens, don't worry. Right. You'll get some, I mean, if you really want aliens, you do, like, Sirens of Titan, but. Yeah, so you're going to get aliens. There's another book by him. Alright, well, I don't really read books, but that'll be did my, you, Did uh, your girlfriend tell you it had aliens in it, and you thought she was, like, lying or something when you started reading it? <laughs> It'll be a pretty no, good she didn't say that. I thought I, I just thought that Kurt it was a sci-fi writer, and then I thought I read the blurb, and yes, it did mention Dresden, but I could have sworn it also mentioned something about like aliens or something. I'll tell you what, dude, I think most. Reading a I think bit most of Billy. Funny. Read, read actually like one or two more chapters in. I'm actually I'm sure you'll get to aliens. I haven't read the book in a while, but. Yeah, they're there. well, I'm well okay. Sure no, they... sorry. So I did. So I did actually read about the the fucking trial mouth Oh, there you go. Okay, okay. Right, but there that's you go. but that they're not real though. Do they end up but being real? They're not real. That's just in his head. Hmm. Vito's the kind of person who reads a well, book and just like ow. takes what he thinks is going on as like gospel. All right, now Vito, I'm not going to confirm whether they're real or not. I'm just going to say when you read the book, you'll get a pretty good idea, but. You know, remember, there's a book. Like, everything being told to you is from, like, the character of Kurt Vonnegut. You know what I mean? So, it, it is what he believes. Like, that's why, the, like, the first line of the book is, like, listen, Billy Pilgrim come er, became unstuck in time. Or so he says. You know what I mean? Like, it's about how this guy doesn't know for sure what's going on. Yeah. I know what's going on. You know, there's some aliens, dude. Don't you worry. I know what's going on. It's like a fallible narrator, like an unreliable narrator. Yeah, exactly. Not not entirely unreliable in this. Well, I guess it is unreliable, but like, it's not like the narrator is trying to deceive you. No. And he's being upfront about how unreliable he is. I mean, you can be unreliable just by like lack of information or not being ignorant. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Oh, there are aliens. Thanks, John. I like aliens. But John's over here just promising like EDF action. I just, just want Yeah, it's pretty aliens. much yeah, I mean nonstop. It's pretty much gonna pop in a Dresden and it's gonna be like, what if aliens you know, like <laughs> xenomorphs helped uh that, that book is actually so. funny story is is responsible for a lot of conspiracy theories that aliens firebomb Dresden. And and I didn't fucked know that. up that it was that was civilian target. 
It's not true. Like, it's ridiculous. No, that'd be no. stupid, but... But what if, man? <laughs> but, like, what if, though? Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Broken Campfire Podcast, the number one podcast in the universe. And with that, all that being said... The underground. She! All right, I'm back. Flash. Oh hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm fucking. I'm fucking around. I was here the whole time. I'm okay. Okay. Flash. You got us. Yeah. Surely hi. you don't have a a 45 minute round table for us, do you? Not quite. I'm sorry. 25. Okay. Yeah. Flash, I apologize. You take as long as you need. I want to hear. Luster. I want to hear about your day, Flash. I want to hear about your week. I want to hear about the uh, franchise of terrible movies you decided to watch because you watched the first one, and (laughs) obviously you're going to watch the second and the third and the fourth one. Oh, my God. You're not even that far off. No, no, Vito, no. He heard faint praise about the fourth... He heard faint praise about the fourth one, but he couldn't watch the fourth (laughs) one without saying the first three ones that are terrible, and everybody agrees they're bad. Yeah. The, okay, the sad part about this one is that you're not actually that far off this time, okay? All right? Jesus. You're not that far off, but I'll get into that. Uh, what I wanted to mention first was uh, at some point during the past week, I had written this down in my notes. I don't know what kind of mind space I was in at the time. I think I was just thinking about, you know, ga- gaming news stuff. But I'll just I'll, I'll I'll read what I wrote at some point verbatim. I did not remember today that I wrote this. Uh, quote: I was thinking a little about the problems rampant in the industry today, and suddenly it came to me: the reason for all the awful trends we see in game development and culture. It's so simple: normies. They invaded <laughs> our hobby this past decade, and they don't give a shit about anything past what game have graphics good. So they vote with their wallets and they support bad practices because they don't care. It's their fault. Flask, Normies. Flask, I'm just telling you right now, friend. That's a slippery road you're on. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. Soon you're going to start talking about the Chads and the Stacys and the full-on incel podcast. Oh, I know about the Chads and the Stacys. You know, the no, Chads, no, like no. the goofy jocks. and Exactly. Like the normie, what, what would well, you we prefer are the normie's life status to be, Flask? Uh, alive or dead? No, 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 no. <laughs> Flask, why do you? Flask, why do you hate women? You guys are referencing. No, 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 no. You did it, you son of a bitch. That is a very true statement, though. Flask, kill all normies. Kill all. Well, no, 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 no. Cut that and just. But the normies are voting with the their wallets and they're supporting these bad companies. Outright and call for violence from the podcast. So anyway. uh, subtle calls for violence are welcome. Right. Also, I, I want more Flask f- diary of Flask entries. Every podcast. <laughs> yeah, I like. I like it. And I want you I'm to like sure. I, I, dude, start dude, them dude, off. I was, with I was gonna dear, say, dear, dear me. I think I might I want know. less of that. What I want to know is the mindset you were in for that. Yeah, I think I, again, I was just thinking about. Gaming stuff, you know. You were just staring out the window, and that just three hours back to of negative stories from the gaming industry. You know, the 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 VTuber that flashed Twitch mods didn't deem him back quick enough. (laughs) This is because of of Coco. Guys, leave him alone. This is what I have. I'm not going to confirm or deny. Dude, I get it, Flash. Don't worry. (laughs) 
Anywho, uh, yeah, I, I either will or won't continue Flask diary entries. Please um, continue. <laughs> yeah, go into that. We'll go go in right now. Show you show your your anger. No, you'll get some next time maybe. Uh, otherwise, I don't have many topics to bring up this time. But for gaming, uh, I will mention that. Uh, <laughs> what? It's your fucking. Problem. I'm just laughing. I'm just laughing at that whole thing. It was just so silly. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's just, you know, shower thoughts. So, the, yeah, the one gaming thing I want to mention is, uh, and this has nothing to do with our discussion last episode, because I had already started playing this before then, but um, I'm picking my way through Final Fantasy VII, the original, because, again, I, I haven't played any of the, I hadn't played any of them except ten. Yeah, you beat uh, Sephiroth uh, yet? FF10. No, I've been picking my way through it slowly. All right, I'll I, talk I to you next week. Been... Yeah, quite possibly. Leave him alone. <laughs> um, it's all right so far. Like I, you know, I can see how the presentation would have awed gamers coming in from the sprite era. The uh, first three Final Fantasy. Yeah, exactly. So to like, but to a fresh modern sensibility, perhaps less awesome a little bit, but relatively solid so far. Uh, I like the writing, even though I understand that it's maybe not the most accurate or faithful translation, but it's got character, which I think is what people appreciate about it even today, that that translation. Um, the monsters are kind of weird. At one point, you fight a house that grows limbs when you damage it enough. That's cool. That's all I have to say about Final Fantasy VII this week. Well, uh, I'm just so. Playing. So are you? Jeez. So are you still on disc one, or are you on disc two? I'm still on disc one. As I said, just been slowly. Um, yeah, I never beat that game as a kid. I think. Uh, I think I played like up to like disc three or something like that, but it never really clicked oh, wow. with me. I mean, I'm sure it clicked with me, but like I didn't finish it. You know what I mean? Oh, I didn't even know you got that far. Yeah, it was a good game. Uh, yeah, I, um, I, I, uh, I'm gonna persevere. I'm gonna push through it, even if I am like, uh, you know, seen this stuff before because it was, it, you know, it's the, uh, it's the classic. Now, um, I will ask you a somewhat related question, but have you ever sure. played the unsung classic Legends of Dragoon? No, I have not. I mean, I know of the game, I, but I've never played it. I did finish that game, and I liked that game a lot. Okay, isn't that the super expensive one? I think it is expensive now. Yeah, it's what you're like on a dragon, or is that a is that Panzer Dragoon? I think that's no. Panzer Dragoon. I think you think about Panzer Dragoon. I think like the okay. cover is like the main character's face. All right, so maybe this is not what I'm thinking of. Legendary Dragoon. Like I like the like the dragoons. I think are, turn into dragon like man men. Like just basically, just like they have a transformation form. Oh, it's like my fanfic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, tags. You said you weren't going to bring your fan fiction up. <laughs> Trat tags, dragonkin, I lie, tailpipes. Um. Anyway, flash. <laughs> anyway. The only other thing I wanted to bring up is uh, actually the main thing I wanted to talk about because I think it's really quite wacky. Uh, <clears throat> it's a it's an experiment I conducted recently. Uh kind of sprang up out of nowhere. So you guys have heard of the book uh, by Agatha Christie called And Then There Were None? 
I've heard of it. Yeah, I'm sure my grandma could tell you all about it. (laughs) (laughs) Got him! Also known as uh, Ten Little Indians and other titles. Um, But it's, it's one of the most, or I should say one of the best selling books of all time, period. Which I didn't know uh, prior to to getting into this, but yeah, it's it's if you look on like Wikipedia, it's in the top five. It's crazy, um, definitely by far the most popular mystery book of all time. Um, Agatha Christie, of course, you know, well known mystery novelist. Um, so I read that book because I had never read it and I enjoyed it. Uh, still still holds up, I think. Um, but then I was looking into all the adaptations of the book and then there were none there have been quite a few over the years dating back from i mean the book was written in it came, it was released in 39 and uh yeah okay veto <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah it was released in 39 and uh you know there mm-hmm. were adaptations dating from the 40s all the way up to as recent as 2015 um hmm. and uh I watched many of them. Jesus I, Christ. I dude, I, do I assembled a <laughs> I assembled a spreadsheet and jot and took down the ones that like I had the ability to to watch that I could get access to. Um, and like the ones that were Simpsons, like not weird foreign right? version, or like a Family Guy or something, the one like that, right? Probably. I mean, you mean the premise? Did you watch that one? I don't think I. No, 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 no. I didn't watch. I'm that. Have to send it to you. I don't think I even. I, I probably saw like on the wiki page or something like, oh, and th- they did like a, you know, a parody of it, a pastiche. Yeah, I get my people to send it to you. Don't worry. Oh sure, thanks. Um, but yeah, I watched all of the, like the filmed live action adaptations or not all of them, but all the ones that were like mainstream. They're all cold. And then there were none, not all of them. Some of them are also, some of them are called 10 little Indians. Um, oh, okay. but it's either of those. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, it's one of those things. I don't really know why I decided to do this. It was just like, I thought it would be fun to see how this relatively simple but dense like as in its complexity uh story was handled over the years by different people what i didn't know was that like four of the adaptations i would end up watching were produced by the same guy who just every decade he'd produce another adaptation of the story for some reason huh. i don't know why he decided to do that um but it was just you know this fun I don't know. It ended up being kind of kind of interesting. You do do something like that every once in a while, where it's just like you're not watching them just for the entertainment value of the thing alone, or just yeah. You did like a little study, like a A little little study analysis. I think that's I think that's super neat. Yeah, and obviously, and something only you would do for some reason, but (laughs) something a person like me, only a person like me would do. Yeah, yeah. This is like Um, yeah. I imagine this being like an article on Vice. Yeah. Yeah. Like and for some reason, okay, so I watched every adaptation. <laughs> that would be so the, the clickbait. T- yeah, the clickbait yeah. title. I watched every adaptation of it, and then there were none. Um, so what's funny is that the best version, in my opinion, of course, is uh, a Russian version from the 80s. So in 87, 
a Russian version, a Russian adaptation was made. And it's to this day, the most accurate adaptation of the novel somehow. And it also manages to like capture the atmosphere the best. So yeah, you're equating for you. The best is just what's closest to the book. Well, I, I liked the book, the best. I liked the book. I mean, to be fair, you know, the book is good and it has stood the test of time and it's one of the most successful books ever. Uh, but also, I just think the 80s version, or the 80s Russian version, captured the the feeling of it the best and was therefore the best uh, movie version of it because it allowed the characters room to breathe and communicate with each other and it didn't try to is change it, things it, for no reason. Is this just because you, you're a super nerd who likes reading, so you had to read the subtitles for that one? Ah, no. that would make sense. That was the only one I watched that had subtitles. All the rest were English versions, mm. English language. So interesting that that one was your favorite. Oh, you're saying because it had subtitles, it was my favorite. I see. Right, because yeah. it appealed more to no, you because it was I, more like a book. No, the, it would have been approved if it was just like an English version, but all, but still had the same content. Uh, I mean, obviously, if if I could just understand what they're saying, it's it's easier to connect to. Um, yeah, Russian version is somehow the best. Uh, 2015 miniseries, pretty good. 45 version, also quite good. That was like the first adaptation that they made. Um, still holds up as, as a pretty good classic movie. Uh, and then the rest are varying degrees of like worse. So, uh, if anybody ever wants, (laughs) I'm not even going to get into like, if anybody wants to check out any of, that's not what this is about. This was about some crazy wackadoo experiment that i decided to try a little study as vito said a little vice article i uh, think it's cool hey I, i'd be interested in checking out the the best one i'm not gonna read the book but i'll, I'll watch yeah. one of the movies if, if it's an actual good movie i think the russian 87 version is the best but i think for like traditional or uh, conventional whatever modern audiences like probably people would prefer the 2015 miniseries just because it's the most recent, the most like prestige uh, production, so I wouldn't be surprised if other people were like, "What are you talking about?" The Russian version is like filmed on video and it's Russian, uh, and it's like weird. I-, I could see that happening. I could see people liking the 2015 version the best. Personally, though, I like the 87 Russian. <laughs> what can I say? Uh yeah, that's uh, that's all for me though. That's wow. Jeez, that's something what, I did. I, yeah, I don't even know what to expect anymore. Podcast and to podcast. You know what? I I keep you guessing. We could go anywhere. We could go anywhere. We could go. There's anywhere. no rules for Flask Roundtable. We could go up. And that's and what we bring the here, brother. That is what we bring here. Podcast does. All right. All right. Thanks, Flask. What's uh, you're welcome. You know, uh, I appreciate your reporting on the Sinaloa cartel straight from the heart of, um, I don't know, somewhere in the deep south. What the Uh, fuck are you going on about? (laughs) I was trying to do a vice reporter bit. Yeah, I was port- reporting right. on the situation, the, the massacre at uh, at Indian Island. This, this is Johnny Flasco reporting on the situation from the Sinaloa cartel. I'm speaking to mm-hmm. a drug dealer who's high right now, talking about Agatha Christie novels. 
I'll you admit, I felt in danger. the Russian version, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right let's move next? on to Greg. Up to Greg. Hey, it's me. Um, I'll be honest, guys. This last week, I've been working really hard. See, I, uh, working on. I picked up a detective job recently. Oh, shit, I gotta leave? Gave you no, a badge? Uh, no, 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 no. They gave me a badge. They gave me a gun. Now, I'm not gonna lie to you both. Or all of you, I guess. I got a little drunk. And I lost my gun. And I lost my badge. And I don't oh. didn't remember a lot of stuff. But all these two little words kept popping in my head. Disco Elysium. Disco uh, Elysium. And then it turned out I had to solve a, myster- a mystery. A murder mystery, if you will. Did you solve it? I did it. it. I did it Jeez. about 40 minutes before this podcast. I solved the, I solved the murder. Wow. I, I, I dealt justice, and justice was dealt to me as, as necessary. Um, I have to say, this game was incredible. I walked away, and knowing things that I know now, I I need to find time, and I need to play through this game again, and do every side content piece I missed, and get that final ending, like the su- the secret ending. So you basically played it, like the way they intended, which is you're not getting everything in one run. You're not striving yes. to get everything in one run. Yes, you're just, I mainly I following your own path. I uh, yeah, I I did the I, my main plan was the main quest, and then like if I had picked something up or something was like in my like general vicinity, but like, oh let me check that out. Oh yeah, I'll I'll settle that with you, no problem. And then I would do that, and then just continue back to solving the case. That's cool. I um I had some issues with the game. I will say there was um there's this one part and I'm not going to really go into it but it, it makes you go back and forth between these two people like three times oh. and it's yeah. really like it's really unnecessary but it oh, but that was that was kind of like one of my main gripes with that game um all the characters are super cool like I don't think I maybe there's like there's only like really one character I fucking hated and that was cuz he was just super annoying the entire time Ooh. Kuno. What the fuck? That's my boy, dude. Ride or die. Let you me tell you. How to talk to kids. That's your problem. I mind mel- <laughs> I I melted Kuno, and then I never talked to him again. So he just sat there in like a daze for like for eight days. Sued his, sat there sued his own confused. melted brain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I melted his brain also. He was like, wait, what? Oh. And then his fucking, his fucking girlfriend just fucking... stare at him. I ran uh, circles around you guys. Dude. But um, my big problem for this game is everybody I talked to, I thought was super interesting and they all had something interesting to say. I was like, wow, dude, this is super cool. Um, What else? What else? What else? Uh, I, liked, I like how the, uh, the stats in that game work, like with your conversation dialogues, where it's like you're... You have you set up your build in the beginning, and then you read books. You uh, can drink, you do drugs, or you can just put on some nice clothes, and your stats will change from that. And those help with fights. I uh, for the I'm just mainly the main thing I'm going to talk about 
is the first day because I feel like Vito did most of the first day. I'm not going to go past that. But, um... Spoilers for Disco Elysium until 1.35.01. Oh my god. I found, like, a, like a shirt, and I just was, I was holding on to it. I was like, oh, I don't want to wear this, whatever. I'll keep my old stuff on. But it had a skill point, and I used that skill point to beat the shit out of a man on top of a bridge just to let me into a building. Oh, yeah. Because I could, because he he almost killed I think me. I did the same thing actually. Yeah, he oh, almost there are killed other ways me. Into that building. Oh, uh, I did find the other ways, but uh, I found those like on the second and third day. I was like, oh, well, now I know now. Um, but the, I was, there's actually a secret third way into the building that uh, I think you have to do something your very first time in the whirling and rags, like this the moment you come downstairs to do. Well, I wonder if it's that uh that back door that I couldn't figure out. Oh, oh you never uh, got back there, Greg? <clears throat> no, I uh I oh, I, shit. I smooth brain the whole time, dude. I could not figure it out. Oh yeah, you do have to do another playthrough. I I think a second. I mean, I I did pretty good on my first playthrough. I mean, I definitely didn't get the best ending. Um, but I, I went high encyclopedia, so it just gave me so much information on the world and the the people. <laughs> I like love that. I didn't yeah. have any way to contextualize it, and it kind of a lot of it went over my head. But the next time I played <laughs> the game, like I kind of had a lot more references. So when that stuff did pop up, I was like, "Oh, I kind of know what he's talking about." He's talking about that place. So I mean, I feel like it's definitely a game that where you know you it, it's you know um, it it works with multiple playthroughs, and I, I've been encouraged. I forgot what skill point I raised like with my max one. But it basically just made me paranoid and sad and apologize all the time by the way I acted. Uh, at the end of the game, like basically, like it tells you who you are, and uh, I was just a sad cop who said sorry all the time, and he felt really bad about it. And um, every time I would get like sad or nothing was working for me, I would ask my partner for his gun, and I would threaten to kill myself. <laughs> And uh, that would usually freak people out, and power then move. I would, uh, yeah, dude, it was a power move. I mean, one guy, he listen, he he tempted me, and I I I proved him, and he had to live with it in that time. Never back down. Never back. Listen, never back down. And then Kim started being like, "Yeah, I don't want to get you. I'm not giving you my gun anymore. I don't want to do that." But uh, dude. Game, super great. Vito, you gotta finish it. I am so excited all to play right, that game again. All right. It is a great game, man. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I had, um, uh, I, can I, I want to ask this. Do you guys have a favorite character? Yeah, Kim. Yeah, I was going to say, that's an easy one. Kim. It's Lieutenant Kim. All right, anybody besides Kim? Like any oh. of the side characters? That was the main. Oh man, there there are so many good ones. Like I I, I like Kuno a lot. I like Everett. Oh yeah, then, Everett. Then, yeah, they would go to Kuno, Everett. Yeah. Might have been Everett might might have been mine by the end of my second run because like there there are layers and layers to that character, and once you unravel him, he's really cool. I liked um I liked Cindy and uh, Cindy the skull. Yeah, Cindy the skull, and I kind of dug Titus at the end. Oh, Titus is a badass too. I like Titus a lot. Yeah, at, like in the fine. beginning, in the beginning, I fucking was like, "Dude, you suck as like a person." And at the end, at 
All I can say is, Andy, I can't see that climax going any different in any in any of my playthroughs. Right, you'd be your head would be exploded if you knew what I, what I did in my last playthrough. Oh my god! I let me tell you, I panicked so bad. I I wrote it in the uh, Discord in a spoiler, but at one part I thought something was happening, and I got really mad really quick. I was like, "Did this fucking happen? I did. I just because I fucked up a roll." And I was about to reload like 20 minutes of progress <laughs> just to get back to that. Vita, or, uh, Greg, you want to know uh, a terrible secret of mine? I did it on stream. Sure. Uh, I failed that roll my first time. Oh my god. And the bad thing did happen. And I, like, everybody was watching. I, like, literally just sat there in stunned horror watching the next, like, few minutes of cutscene or whatever on I don't, I don't even want to just, know what I, happened. I, I, I was like, I, I, I. I I can't. I remember like I've ne I didn't save save scum in my first time really much at all, and I was like I I can't live with this. Like I have to go back, and so I I, I did not. We need to I, read, I, I read, did, but I did not save scum at all. Every time an option was made, I would hit F five to quick save, and that was my save the entire game. That's badass. I uh that game was, dude. That game's so fucking cool. And uh, the end just made. I really didn't expect the ending to uh, to to be what it was. And, do we, do uh, we want to talk about the ending and have Vita go away for a few minutes? Uh, I'm I'm fine with that. Peace. All right. All right. Disco dude. Elysium spoilers. Disco Elysium spoilers. Um. So I just want to I want to go through how it ended for me, where I found the web. I found the guy. And I was talking to him. And I was like, this is the dude. Fuck yeah, dude. All right, I'm done. Um, and then a giant stick bug monster crawled out from the fucking reeds and just stared at me. And I was like, wait, what the fuck's happening? I literally thought my game was like glitching out like the reeds. And there was like a, a man moving in. No, it was a fucking giant bug monster. And my head fucking almost exploded. I was like, oh, it's just like my character going crazy because... Uh, my character's like basically nuts. No, Kim, then Kim's like, I see it too, detective. And my head, I was like, what the dude, fuck? Dude, I know. Dude, I love, what the I love that moment. fuck? I think and even then, one of the things and, that you can say when you first see it is like, oh my God, it, it, I've finally gone insane. That's what I said. I put, Then you, you say, oh my God, I've gone crazy. And then you put your head in your hands and Kim goes, I see it too. Um, And then all of a sudden, Pieces that are like like small little pieces like that I was holding on to like from like the side quest that I did do started fucking coming together and I was like wait is this got to do with this and then I read your message and I was like holy shit um so that goes to that and that was fucking crazy and then that and literally the the main bad the main issue the guy who caused the problem here uh he he gets mind melted basically his mind explodes. Yeah, well, I, I he was it. already well on his way because he's been he was well on his so way. Long. But that was listen, that thing gave him the fast the fast ticket out. Yeah, yeah, cool game. I'm glad you liked Dude, it. Dude, I I, 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 I knew I was gonna like it, it because I uh, it's basically just it's a visual novel, and uh, I, I like oh, visual yeah. novels. I just haven't played them in a very long time, and this going to be going back and being like one of the first ones I played in a while. Dude, the story was so good. Every time when I um 
when I was on the boardwalk for the first time, and I ran into uh, the dead body on the boardwalk, I was like, oh my god, is oh, that fuck? Did I do it? I if you say know. if you say two days, maybe you'll be etched in her mind forever. What did you say? One more time. That's one of my favorite lines in the game. Um, oh, where when you, when you, when she asked, when you say you found the body? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, and, I, I saw and one that of my skills, an one, one of the like, skills says that it's like if you say two days, maybe it'll be etched in her empathy. mind forever. Yeah, I was like, yeah. what the fuck? That's so weird. But um, that was cool. I liked um, shit. What the fuck was it? Uh, what'd you guys do for that dude uh, on your first playthrough with Everett with the letter? I uh, forged the signatures. Or I yeah. collected the signatures. Or I collected one of the signatures, and then I forged the other one, I think. I had the homeless guy sign uh, the paperwork, and then I just mailed it in. And I was like, hey, where's my gun? And I got my gun back, and I was a happy boy. I did not get my gun back the first playthrough. Can you, uh... So I'm fine with ask because I mean it's what happened with yeah, what, was, sure. what was what was your climax? What was your climaxes for the, uh, the so shootout, basically? The, the, the climaxes are going to be largely very similar. What varies is the amount of people who die and who dies. I guess I'll tell you. No, There's right, one where right. I think one person die, one or two people dying is the minimum. I think it's two. I think it's a total of three, but that includes, like, the mercenaries who die. Oh, yeah, whatever. Fuck those guys, yeah. Yeah. Um, Dude. I, well, all right, great. I you know... Oh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was, I was just gonna say, um... Dude, the way I fucking got them was so crazy. Like, they were freaking out. I ran into the middle of them. I was like, stop! Get, get, Dude, can't I do love this! That. Stop! I I love it. And then stop! This is the police. Yeah, and then I started. To, and then they started to talk to the guy. I'm like, you know, he was a good. He was charismatic. He was a good guy. I'm like, he had beautiful blue eyes, right? And he was like, yeah. They were, and I fucking shot him in the fit mouth, dude. I shot him <laughs> in the fucking face, dude. And shit hit the fan so fast. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. And um, it went. It went. It was, dude. It was so the cool. Skill. The skill dialogue is like. At its very best in there, like a hundred. There's just such, there's just such this like pressure, this like sense of tension, and everything the skills say throughout that encounter is like top notch. Like, dude, if you have, high, if you have high empathy, if you have high empathy right before you run into it, empathy will tell you the lieutenant genuinely fears for his life. You should speak. Oh my him. god. Uh, so what I thought, and I almost confused myself a little bit, is I. I, for some reason, I knew that the shooter was far away. I immediately knew that because I, no one picked up a shot in the beginning. I have that done. It's someone far away. And I was thinking, I was like, what if there's another mercenary who killed the captain and is like staging this whole thing? Like they're like tired of this shit. And then that guy showed up and he was like the fucking crazy dude. And the I sniper. thought I was 100% right. I was like, oh, shit. And then he turned out to be just some fucking whack job. I was like, all right. But, uh, yeah, I think in my game, um, Fatboy died. The uh, three Mer Mercs died. Um, shit. What's the, uh, the long-haired dude? What's his name? 
I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the names. Yeah, I don't remember his name, but he, uh, but two other people died. So six people died in total. And, That's not uh, too bad. Uh, the big one is Titus. Titus can die. Well, and Kim, oh, that dude. Yeah. Kim, I don't think Kim ever dies, but Kim gets severely wounded. Uh, and you don't have him at the very end of the game if you get shot. Oh, man. I was so Dude, worried. You, you want me to tell you what happens if you lose Kim? Yeah. If uh, if you fail that check and Kim gets shot, when you wake up, guess who is your partner for the rest of the game? That's right. None other than Kuno himself. Is it really? I ugh. yes. Hell that, yeah! That, that's what that was. That's what. That's why. That's, that's what I was talking about earlier, where I was just in this stunned horror, like as Kim gets shot and like fade to black and like come back, and I have Kuno fucking yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I would have had to. I would have restarted my whole game if that happened. I'd be like, I can't. I just can't. <laughs> and no. that's a reset. That would one hundred percent be a reset. But that's so hysterical. You know the, I'm, oh, go ahead. No, I was say, you know the necktie that you get in the beginning of the game and it talks to you? Uh-huh. All right, so if you keep that necktie on, you know, it, it, it keeps talking to you throughout the game. And then you know those homeless guys you got to sign the papers? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you talk to the one enough, but he tries to sell you a bunch of, like, bottles of booze, and he'll try to sell you, like, a really expensive one, the, like, the medical one. Yeah. So if you buy that... He was trying to... Oh, I'm saying he tried to sell me that. And because I, I was trying to keep my character clean, because I didn't want him to be a disgusting drunk, and I just refused that. Yeah. What so if you, if you buy it? So if you buy that, and you're wearing the, the necktie that talks to you, and you get to that scene, the necktie, right before everything really goes down, it talks to you, and it says, stuff me in the bottle and throw me. And you get a hand-eye coordination. It's how to get the, like, the best ending for that. You end up using it as a Molotov to like start the fight, and you just you just whip it at one of them. And then you take your gun oh, and you shoot shit. the other one. Dude, um, that's pretty fucking badass. But yeah, I, I mean, just wanted only, you to like, have fun, Harry. Yeah, the, the first playthrough, I, had I the forgot time about for that time entirely. Dude. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I put that shit away as soon as I got better. Ones. Oh, I yeah, had them on for a the long time, and then I found a bow tie. Damn, dude. That would have been cool. But, I mean, there's. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I definitely took like it that, off. But, I thought it was. Yeah, there's tons of stuff like that um, in the game that's worth doing, like a second. Dude, game. I definitely would love to see what like half the fail checks. I'd, I, I want to see what happens if I could have saved that girl from killing herself. That would have been a big. I want to see what happens with that. Because you want me to tell you? That was Uh, yeah. If you want, I'm guessing she probably either will help you or just oh. fucks off. I say you can't say what happens, but you can you can stop her. Yeah, you, yeah. you can one hundred percent can because it was a check. But I uh, I oh, failed just, the check, oh. and I just I just stared at her like a bumbling idiot, and she shot herself in the face. And now, I was like, hey, here's here's the question: What did you do with who I think is the most evil character in that game, or the worst person, Claudia? Claudia, um. She got away, but um, um, I really, I'll be honest, I really didn't give a shit about her at the end. I was like, D I just need to find this killer. And no, great, I, you, you should. Everything is her fault. Now, I, I was going to say. And she did it end, on purpose. Yes, exactly. I was like, when I got to Ruby, that's when I was like, oh, fuck. Because, um, what does she fucking say? She says, oh. Yeah, she knew about it. Or she's the one that set up the plan. And you're like, wait, 
what? So yeah, she had the whole plan all set up. We just followed her, what she said. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude. And then you go, and then she, you go to a uh, thing after the shootout. You go to a room. And she set up the fucking line, dude. And I'm like, and she left a note. I was like, hmm. It was crazy. I think she wanted, I, I really think that she wanted to try to start a war. Like, I think she knew exactly what she was doing. She fucked around. She came in. She didn't give a shit about anybody. She made these guys fall in love with her. Two, two different people. She fucked around with them. Then uh, she baited this one guy into murder and had a whole plan set up and then noped out of there the moment she could. And you let her get away. Well, hey. Listen, I'm worrying about me at this point. Me and Kim against the world. Were you sober? Did you I was sober? I was, uh, yeah. I did not drink at all. I shaved my sideburns to be, to show I changed and everyone made fun of me for it. I was say, I, I did that my first run and I did not do that my second run. You do look uh, worse without the sideburns. I think, I, I think you look, I think you look like you want to get better. And, um, yeah, at the end, um, at the end, it was nice how everyone forgave me. They thought I wasn't crazy. And uh, I was just on my way. And then my and then my, my actual partner, Gene, put his arm around me and helped me get to my car or get to the car. It was nice. That's it. There's so much to talk about with that game and so much good there is. I want to wrap <laughs> up soon. But like, I, you, I did. <laughs> since you, since I just, you brought him up. I mean, Gene is yeah. another one of my favorite things, like especially with like the slow unveiling that like. He's he. It seems like he's just making fun of Harry, but like no, he he actually does love Harry. Like, like he he really feels a lot for the man. Like they're partners, and they've been partners for years. And he's just tired of seeing Harry destroy himself. You know what I mean? So he's yeah. He's actually he's actually there to make sure Harry's okay instead of just making fun of him when like you see them earlier in the game and everything. That's really cool. I um. I really liked because I <clears throat> the shit that uh, Ruby drops at the end was just like you're working for a puta madre and I'm like motherfucker like because I you know I know what that means I'm like that's weird I guess I'm part of a drug lord that's that seems really weird and it's like you can ask the station if you want and right at the end you ask and they're like Harry you're too su- you're too suicidal for someone to want to uh. On on their mob in their mob group, and you just go, yeah, okay, and that's the end of it. Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> real quick, I just remember this. So the the stick bug is one thing that you miss in the ending, but you probably missed also because you didn't do the church side quest. This um dream that you can have where it kind of like reconciles and explains a lot of what's going on with your obsession over your ex wife. Um, it's a really good dream. That happens in the end. You should try to do that in your next round. Too. Ooh, uh, yeah, I should do that. All right, uh, I'm gonna bring Vito in, and we're gonna continue with your round yeah. table. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> uh, Welcome and, back, and, Vito. And, and anyway, th- that's why it turns out that your main character is really also the killer. Um, God damn it! Oh, sorry, Vito. Did I bring you back in too early? Yes, yes. Oh, just a fuck. moment too soon. Well, I guess now you don't have to play the game. Greg, what else you got? Too late now. Um, other than that, uh, we played VR a little bit. We talked about a little bit on Vito's uh, long-ass uh, topic. 
Uh, we played Pavlov. Uh, that was fun. I, I enjoyed that. We talked about that. But uh, this other game we played, um, I have to look the name up real quick. It is a uh, fuck. Dun fuck. I think it's like Dungeon VR. Dungeon VR. That's that's what we'll call it. It is a uh, pixel based. Oh, yeah. It is a pixel based uh, VR game where you and your friends go into some mixed reviews. It seems some yeah that you go into this <clears throat> randomly generated dungeon, but it turns out the dungeons aren't really random, randomized. Um, I had fun playing it. I thought it was interesting. It was definitely worth the seven bucks I paid for it. Dungeon will say VR. Yes, Dungeon and Treasure VR. That's it. I will. I will say that our friend Knoxville refunded it. Yes, he oh, did refund it. Um. I think Kurt still has it, maybe. Uh, I might keep Here's it. Thing, I don't though, know. Right? It, it's a roguelite, right? Like, you go through, you get upgrades, and then you kill stuff. Like, the yeah. little monsters, and then you fight a boss. Uh, yeah, yep. not, you know, his complaint was, all the levels look the same. Like, that's what a rogue. I mean, that's what a roguelite is, right? Like, you're on... You start in the basement, and then you now, go to say, the dungeon, and then you go to the cathedral. Like, it's just... Yeah. You know? Now, a big thing was, and this was super different. I really, if he stayed another level, he would have immediately taken that back because the right level right afterwards was this completely giant open snow area, and me and Kurt just ran around, so we got murdered. Oh yeah, I mean, it sounds like you guys were just in the one zone for a while, like like yeah, John was that's saying. That's what I was also thinking, but I was going to try and defend a VR game that I was not playing or yeah, it's probably right, aren't right. going to play. But um, like. The spells were cool, I thought. I liked the upgrades. I think at the end of it, um, we just were, I was, we were, me and Kurt were so powerful, we just kept killing the shopkeeper, or me, Kurt, and Oxford were so powerful. We kept killing the shopkeeper, taking his money, buying all his stuff. Um, I learned how to do magic, and I would cast like eight bolts at once, but it lowered my damage percentage of like, by like 30 for each one I picked up. So I had like minus eighty damage. So I would just shoot Jesus. these tiny little things that were doing so much little damage. But I was shooting them so fast with all my upgrades that they were doing crazy amounts of damage. It was uh, it was very, it was interesting, but uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. All right, cool. T Dungeons you and Treasure VR. Dungeons and Treasure, and then I haven't played it yet. Every um, every two out of every two out of three of your friends with VR recommends. Yes, Kurt might not recommend it. I don't know. Every one out of three. <laughs> oh, he's gonna recommend. <laughs> I think it's it fun. Um, I did. I I'm not gonna really talk about it, but I did also buy uh, Skyrim VR. Uh, because I saw oh, that yeah. was on sale, and yeah. I uh, I gave Todd again more money. I'm going to play Skyrim VR and see if it is good. I hope it's. You good. Let me know. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'm, it, uh, I mean, we, we both like. Skyrim. I like. Yeah, I was gonna say I like Skyrim. I mean, I 100 percent agree. It's overrated. Like, oh, definitely super overrated for now. Yes. Uh, I think it was a super good game in 2011. Uh, but dude, I'll definitely if it's in VR. I think I'll have a blast playing it. Unless it runs like shit, like the Fallout one apparently does. <laughs> That's what I was kind of worried but, about. I, uh, but if yeah, not, we'll it it runs off the uh, Skyrim Special Edition engine, so you could just grab mods from that and fix Skyrim VR yourself. <laughs> just do it yourself. Yeah, literally. Uh, that's it. All right. 
All right. Thanks, Greg. Hey, John, you've been sitting there a long, long time. I'm sure that whatever thoughts that you got have been percolating are, are ready for brewing. You know, you're ready to, to, to throw us a Like solid... an aged cheese. Yeah, are you sure you even want to do it anymore? Maybe Round we... table. Skip it, maybe? Sling it. Y'all ready for this? I keep it quick. Um, I played some VR with the boys. Nothing new for me, you know. I'm VR uh, veteran at this point, you know. Not not the you know grandmaster veteran, but many 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 combat many combat tours. Yeah, um, Pavlov was fun. Actually, I've had more fun in Pavlov than I thought I was going to. Probably because we had so many people. Um. But then, I watched the next episode of Loki, uh, and it's still pretty good. I'm still, I'm still on the train. How many episodes is it? I think it's six. only going to be six. They're only doing like it's one a week. Six. Mm. Yeah, I think they're on episode. It's on uh, Netflix, four. right? Because uh, I've been thinking because I'm on uh, Disney Plus. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you because you liked WandaVision a lot, and you liked um, what was the other one? Uh, Falcon Winter and Soldier? the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, and I think I like I personally I like Loki. I think he's a interesting character. Uh, yeah, I told I might be interested in buying or seeing re watching uh, this. I wish he Especially was more if the you Loki think it's that good. of the MCU. They kind of changed his character a bit. Is he not? Uh they kind of they kind of modified him. I would say I, there's stuff I like and dislike about this show so far. That's you know, uh, I think I think his characters kind of played differently. Than it used to be, but I, I mentioned well, a little he's bit. He's evolving that. as a character. He's not, not the same it's... guy he was in the MCU. You no, know? no, no. I don't even mean that. I just mean like the way they're kind of playing his character, like more for laughs, more for like he's kind of incompetent, uh, less like savvy. Uh, I, mean, I don't know if I agree with that totally, but yeah, I think he's. I think he's still got a plan. I think he's had a plan. I don't. I don't I don't want to get it. Anyways, I'm digging the the fourth episode so far. I mean, it's nothing like amazing, you know. It's not like go get right. Disney Plus, but if you have it, you know, that's cool. Do they? Uh, what's the next show they're gonna do uh, after that? Do you do, do we? Do you guys know? Or, yeah, they're like planned out forever, but I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> what the? No. I forget. When I know, uh, ones like Doctor Strange and the what should we do? Another movie right? that's coming. Yeah. Oh, it's a movie. I thought that was a series. Yeah. So the or guy the synopsis of it sounded like that. The guy who's doing, who's like show running this Loki show is also the guy who is writing or something, maybe directing. I'm not sure. I think writing the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness movie. And he's like, if you look into his pedigree, he like doesn't have one. And if you read his story about like how he got into this, it's kind of like like a weird back back doorway to do. He was like working on Rick and Morty, and he's and he got in good with Dan Harmon, and like that's how he got into the industry. And suddenly he's given <laughs> the Loki show and Doctor Strange movie a sequel. It was like, oh, okay, this guy just like lucked in, not lucked, but he got into this like really quickly with no real resume to speak. So of do you? With what you've seen so far from Loki, do you think the multiverse of madness will be good? Possibly. I think so. I think it has potential to be good. What do you think, John? Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything they're doing is, um, I mean, they're they're setting up for, for a lot of things, for the mutants to get added in, uh, 
or somehow <laughs> Fantastic so. Four is going to get brought into this. They're they're setting up for a bunch of crazy stuff. I think what you can say is that they're definitely trying to have fun with it, which is good. Introduce fun ideas. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I was uh, listening to the last pod. You were talking about Owen Wilson is mm. in this uh, show, and I started thinking about like. What if the Marvel Universe had more like early two thousands actors, like, like Adam Sandler as the Hulk? Why is the Hulk or like David Spade? Who would David Spade be? David um, Spade would be the Taskmaster. Taskmaster, <laughs> like Will Will Ferrell is like Doctor Strange. No, no, no. It would have to be Adam Sandler as like Doctor Strange, and then David Spade is like his his Mister Wong. Okay, we're casting characters that are already established in the MCU, I see. No, no, but I'm saying just replace them with... <laughs> oh, just replace them, like, okay. Yeah, like Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. Well, no, Vince Vaughn is playing Kang. You know, Luke that's Wilson. not a Yeah, we already, not, not we already figured that out. Justin Long. Justin Long definitely needs to be in there somewhere. Just trying to think of actors that kind of like fell off the face of the earth. <laughs> uh, Dane Cook. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Is Ken as an actor? Yeah, let's move on. That's uh, right. uh, employee of the month. Try trying to remember actors isn't great pod content. And then, uh, and then finally, you know, <laughs> on my my Fallout journey here, I, I started Fallout Two, and I made my chosen one Thrug, and I made him as stupid as possible. Um, and it's been a challenge. Uh, it was so much of a challenge that I stopped playing for a little bit and went to Fallout Three. Uh, which I've been having a good time with, and I just finished uh, Mothership Zeta. I don't think I'd ever played that one before, and it was oh, okay. uh, it was pretty good. I like walked into it, and it was even cooler because I like walked into it by accident, and I just got sucked up, and I was like, oh, yeah, all right, I'll just do it right now. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, I know. I think Nox was gonna hate that, right? Uh, that one, or I mean, it was. I mean, it was fine. It? it was short. It was like you get sucked up. I mean, you get like. I, I don't know, so far like the best weapon I have in the game, you get like alien blasters, alien disintegrators. I never um, played any of the DLC for that one. It's a funny little premise. Yeah, and it was cool, yeah, which I had aliens, you get cool, you get sucked up, and you get like a ship battle at the end where you have to like put your shields up or put your weapons up and shoot. Uh, That's cool. And then you get, and then you I get personally like Point Lookout the best. I haven't done that one yet. I've d I did that Ooh. one in uh, Operation Anchorage. That one is a also, solid one. It's cool. It wasn't that long, which was fine. I didn't expect it to be that long. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm using that power armor I got from it, so I can't complain. Uh, but eventually, I'm going to get back to. Th I also made a slaver, which I uh, did a little reading Thrug. and found out down the line this this going to be a problem. People will like me even less. And having one <laughs> no intelligence, kidding. I pretty much can't even Get talk. I, with majority of the NPCs, and I really mean majority, I've, I found, I think, one so far that I could have a conversation with. And it's because he was also an idiot. Um, <laughs> but everyone else, you, you don't even get dialed. You just get like options like, ook and ah, bah. And they just say, get the fuck out of here and leave. That's what everybody does to me. I can't get rooms at hotels. I can't buy drinks. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I'm just what is the matter the with people land. these days? Oh, what is society? I, so it's funny. a little bit something me, I'll be honest. You know, Thrug is chosen oh, one, like... but Thrug is also no, they, slow. They should be accepting 
of you. I mean, I mean Throg also, like you're saying, John, you now literally have the word slaver branded <laughs> on your forehead. Yeah, it is tattooed on my head. So Throg also. Uh, but Throg don't understand. Hmm. He Throg didn't know what he was getting into when he got a tattoo on his Dude, head. That's what I'm saying. He's simple Throg. And went on. And the thing is, the game has like slaver missions you can do too. Where you gotta like go there. Like, uh, they send, like, a crew with you, and you go there, and you just... I mean, it's just, like, you know, it's a little map, and you beat up the... A certain amount of the slaves, you know, they come at you. And then, uh, afterwards, like, the NPCs are just running around, and your boys just beat them down. And you get paid a cool, like, 900 caps, which is pretty sweet. Uh, for me. Yeah, but what, 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 what can you do with that money if you can't talk to anybody? Yeah, I don't know yet, dude. I got a lot of money, but really, I actually haven't bought anything yet. And so the main, I'll I'll wrap this up. The main reason I I switched over, not just because I'm an idiot and it's tough. uh, The the main reason is, earlier in the game, I found a radio from a character. And I was kind of just carrying around for a while. And I was like, dude, I don't know where this guy is. I probably can't even fucking talk to him anyway. So I sold it. I don't remember where. I don't remember who. I just sold it. Whatever. Later in the game, I found this guy. And he's like, all right, I can get out of here. I just need my radio. And I'm like, uh... What? <laughs> and I was like, dude, I don't know. And there's not like that many NPCs. I'm sure there's like, you know, maybe half a dozen or so. Uh, and I didn't feel like going back through and seeing who I sold it to. So I was like, I'll just come back to this later. Thrug sold radio. <laughs> yeah, Thrug sold radio. Thrug no have story. radio. So that's, that's oh, where I'm at right now. And that's, that's pretty much what I've been doing. Thrug's a good boy. I saw, Thrug I was picking 12. through Dustin's uh, guide that he posted just to see what they say about low ant runs. And I guess the strat is to like uh, get have an intelligence of at least three because then you can like take men put on some clothing or do or like, yeah, yeah exactly to take men to to go yeah exactly in case you yeah. need to or um, in case you want to get three baby and stuff. Throg is one. Oh, I figured. Oh, I'm gonna say I figured Throg was one. Throg is yeah. He, have uh, some men barely functioning. All right, John. Is that all you we got, my friend? Yeah, that's all I got. All right. Uh, we can cut this or not, but are we doing the news? Uh, I, I mean, yeah, we can we can bust through. I don't. I don't really. I mean, uh, we can just bust through it. Whatever. As long as everybody's fine with busting through, we'll bust through. I'm always fine with busting. We'll bust it. I can bust. All right. Respectfully. Uh, now we're going to transition to the news. Bustin, 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 All right. Jeez. Uh, I'm afraid. First story. Devs say PlayStation is hard to work with compared to others. Uh, so this is a story about how, um, I guess this was... Trying to find exactly how many people they spoke with, but it was like some... Uh, obviously anonymous anonymous developers and publishers yeah um they spoke with like one ano- non-anonymous person and then like a couple anonymous sources where right. that information i think okay okay um quote sony does not understand what indie means not at all for them indie is something in the lower millions budget um and you know, there's a lot of issues. Like they charge twenty five thousand to be uh, to be visible to be in a visible position on the PlayStation Store, uh, and that's the only way for indie games to be visible. Um, yeah, otherwise you have to go through a very complex kind of rigmarole. And also, PlayStation does not sell well uh, for indie games. Um, 
uh, a pie chart showing the percentage of sales across uh, consoles for this one indie game, Switch making up 60%, Xbox 30%, Steam 7%, PlayStation at 3%. Another guy had 91% on Steam, 7% on Switch, 0.6 on Xbox, 0.3 on PlayStation. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the one the one everybody's talking about, one, one publisher sold a, a game, uh, 20,000 copies on Xbox, 7,000 copies on PlayStation for the DLC, 2,000 on uh, Xbox, and 7 on the, on the PlayStation. 7.0. That's crazy. And you know, like, it's, the other thing is that in this article, they just keep repeating, like, yeah, just seriously, just try to go look up a game. Try, try to find a game on the PlayStation Store without typing in its exact name. And I, yeah, you can't find games dude 100 percent agree 100 percent agree i even had trouble finding like main like titled stuff i remember i was looking yeah. for like uh i don't know what it was it was a demo for like a popular game i mean a demo for like marvel's avengers a <laughs> popular game marvel's avengers <laughs> it was popular before it came out all right uh and i had like a hard time like i had to like search it in like the title exactly and even then i had to like scroll down and look at like why the fuck this should be on this the dashboard like what, what's, it is what's actively bad yes yeah oh uh, yeah definitely they should definitely work on their store or you know care at all i guess <laughs> They don't care. They care yeah, about so all my homies say fuck PlayStation. That's why I only <laughs> use the Windows Store, the superior Steam. Fine. No, Speaking I mean of PlayStation, oh. Uh, oh, though they may be hard to work with, apparently their money talks because Sony has acquired Returnal developer Housemark and Portio Studer Nixes. Um, I guess Studio, Housemark. That's yeah. a. Yeah, sorry, that's not it. Portio, Studio I don't know. <laughs> oh, Porting Studio Nixes. Cha-ching. Uh, I guess it's not surprising. I think both of these are companies that have worked closely with Sony, and now they are just officially under the Sony brand. Right. Yeah. Like, Nixes has done a bunch of, uh, like, Tomb Raider ports to PC, and right. uh, Deus Ex, and more recently, like, Marvel's Avengers, I think. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's uh, kind of uh, speaks nice. to their move to port more stuff to PC. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Flask, I got a couple questions for you. Are the Final Fantasy uh, Pixel remasters doing the original injustice? And uh, what about the text boxes? I, I mean, seriously, what the heck's going on? Seriously. Why are you asking me? <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, I mean... You know, people have been kind of having this debate again about, like, what should you do when remastering pixel art from back in the day? Um, It seems like they're kind of trying to find a middle ground where it it can can approach what the original uh, artists were trying to accomplish. You know, like, you're not rendering the pixel, like, pixel by pixel trying to recreate it because that's not what they were going for. You know, on C, they were designing... Their, their sprites for CRTs and uh, right. in doing so they were trying to uh, fashion artwork that would like render sort of render uh, with more depth in the final result on your CRT than the right. pixels actually had you know like provide this uh, this illusion of, of greater complexity 
So it seems like they're not. It seems like they're not doing exactly poorly in that regard. But some people are still concerned that it might not be like uh, exactly. That's true enough. Yeah, yeah. And the text boxes, I think everyone can agree, kind of kind of look shitty. <laughs> on those on what the screenshots we've seen, it kind of looks uh, bare bones, and the text is or the font is kind of ugly. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Um. I was also reading that these games are uh, so okay. So it's not confirmed, but the community speculates that these games are based on the original code of the original games, and oh, okay. as such, some of these games featured have had um, advanced versions made um, in the process of porting to the Game Boy Advance or to other consoles that have added dungeons or have added. Final Fantasy V's right. case, more jobs and stuff. And this so, is not going to have those bonus features. And, yeah. Yes, and, and not only that, but uh, it was announced that Final Fantasy V and VI on Steam will be delisted in a month um, and are already labeled somewhere on Steam as old version, yeah. though they have more content than this Pixel Remaster will have. So there's, there's a weird divide yeah. there. From what I understand, they're regarded as like poor versions, but also like these new versions are going to ha- not have the bonus content. So it's kind of a I don't know. Right, it, it, right. Those versions are regarded as, as as poor versions for sure. Yeah. Even with mods, I think they're regarded as difficult to work with. Uh, and also, uh, they're going to be uh, seventy five dollars for the whole set. Wow, seventy five bucks for a bunch that's of old Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy one and two pixel remaster are twelve bucks each, and Dude, three through so six crazy. are all eight eighteen dollars each. That'd be it's a, big a little pay. little pricey. <laughs> I'll stick with the uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, which I can, <laughs> you can you which you can play for free up to level sixty and the first expansion. I mean wow. that's just crazy. To, that's just insane to ask for for. What is essentially just like these same old games, but look good. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm not sure about that. It's yeah. I don't know why they're doing. It. I mean, they had I don't know. They had the ball really rolling with Final Fantasy VII remake and, and you know final the award winning Final Fantasy fourteen. And also, it's not. Good, it's not. One. Yeah, it's not like uh, favorable for them that they are drawing direct comparisons to the. Uh, the Dragon Quest remasters that are that are also right. being developed really, at the same time, which look very nice. Yeah, because they're like trying something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. They gotta Rene- get it together. Remedy signed a co-publishing and development agreement with Five Hundred Five Games for a multiplayer spinoff of Control. Calling it now, it's going to be a class-based thing where each cl- each class has a different. Power or two. It said uh, yeah. four-player PvP, correct? Uh, yeah. So that might be the case, yeah. Class-based. Team versus team. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, you know, sounds cool. I hear more control, I get excited, but not really for this so much. The gameplay was fine, but like that was yeah, not the, the reason you played the game. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to really. I'm not interested in a multiplayer. What if it has a story with the multiplayer? No, 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 I'm sorry. Did you say no? No, no. This just said it's the PVE game. Yeah, it is PVE. Oh, it did say PVE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Um, I, I mean, still go cool. with the that's, that's, class based thing. Well, yeah, yeah, still could be class based, but I mean, that could be cool. You're just like a crew going through, like maybe you have to what exercise. Oh yeah, dude. I bet. I bet points. you're like the. I bet you're like the cleanup crew. Right, like, like they've yeah, shut down cool. an anomaly or, nice oh, yeah, yeah, or even that right. anomalies. Um, yeah, like I said, the the I don't know if it'll play exactly like control because I don't know that'd be a little. I Dude, what if work. what if what if these guys are just keeping their nose to the ground and they were inspired by phasmophobia? We're gonna get something somewhere in that vein like can you imagine that would like be a, crazy a triple a game developed with like the investigative spooky spirit like control would be a perfect platform for that too absolutely yeah that wow that would be really sweet yeah dude that'd be I, yeah i just thought something else did anybody play that challenge dlc challenge mode dlc i haven't played oh, any no. of the dlcs no okay because i'm now wondering what the content of that was like if it was like a pve uh, challenge. Oh, yeah, Obviously, sure. it was challenge because it makes me wonder if this is just going to be like a four-player version of that, more or less. Like you're just doing challenge uh, against enemies, waves, or forces, or whatever. I like Ch- Andy's uh, idea. I like Andy's idea. Unfortunately, I feel like it's just going to be some sort of class-based, class-based PVE thing. Oh yeah, my my idea is a pie in the sky. About that, yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm not. I'm not, you know, uh, vouching for that idea. I'm just saying I wonder if it's just going to be that a four player version sure. of the challenge mode. Yeah. Uh, Super Smash Brothers, featuring Dante from the Metal Christ Devil May Cry series, as a me fighter. <gasps> uh, also, Skyrim and Shantae. <laughs> Skyrim boy. I have a um, kind of a funny story about this. If I can, uh, if you want, yeah. So, uh, a friend of mine at my job, he is, uh, very much into Super Smash Brothers. And recently, about, a, or a few days ago, he was feeling unwell. And he had to go to the hospital. And we're like, oh man, alright, you know, go to the hospital, whatever, go, blah, blah, blah. And while he's in the hospital, he sends me a text message and says, Rip your boy Dante in Smash. He's a me costume, lol. <laughs> and um, oh, you. It also has Lloyd from uh, uh what's the uh, Skies of Arcadia? Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Oh yeah, that's oh. really All it's sad. Heroes. I would have liked Dante if I played Smash. I would have liked Dante. I would have liked you know Shantae. That would have been cool. Dante Shantae. Lloyd Lloyd would actually be a really good character. Skies of Arcadia was yeah. the GameCube game, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, it was originally a Dreamcast game, actually, but I think the, oh. it's more known by the uh, remastered slash enhanced edition uh, Skies of Arcadia Legends, which was a GameCube game. I see. I played Legends. I didn't play the Dreamcast game. <sighs> Rip your boy Dante. Let my VR chat grow! Uh, VRChat raises $80 million in Series D wow. investment. Uh, that's crazy. What are they going to do with another $80 million? Dude, what does VRChat VR, as dude, a platform even do? VRChat really is the future. I will 100%. If I could, I would 100% support VRChat. Wait, what is it going to go to? Just like more 
It's like the uh, what's it called from Ready Player Stability One or something? Like the, yeah. Dude, yeah, dude, dude I, literally, I literally think that's like the early stages of a uh, Ready Player One. It'll just be everything. like if you think if you think about how like when when VR Chat first came out, it was just a tiny little like square area and um with like a fire pit in the middle, and you just hang hung out there and talked, and then people started bringing in all these skins. People started making their skins and porting them, and People started making maps, and then they started working on the game. The game is like crazy different compared to how it was. I, I think that game, that game is constantly evolving. That, like every time we play, and I see the shit that people make. Yep. Like the maps we're on, I'm like, damn, dude. Like when I'm standing in a Kmart, and I'm just staring at the ceiling, I'm like, dude, this is the fucking future. I'm fuck in Kmart, Kmart in VR chat. <laughs> Yo, if you're out there, fuck you and your Kmart. I love your Kmart. Your Kmart's awesome. Yeah, I could see it being like the VR Gmod 100%. as a platform, but like even more than that. Just like there's so many that possibilities. Is, yeah, uh, dude, yeah. There's like, we've played like complete story games in VR chat. Yeah. We've played all uh, like that whole, we played all those horror modes. It's crazy. Full courses of mini golf. <laughs> yeah. Sports yeah, and stuff dude. like, you know, there's all that kind of stuff. It's It's insane. I cannot All wait right. to see where VR chat immediately. Hey, okay, I'll play right. VR chat with you. Jesus <laughs> Christ. It's worth trying out. I'm getting tired Dude. of you guys talking about VR because I'm I'm getting too excited about my Meat Space operating system update coming. Uh, you guys might have heard of it. It's called Windows 11. Uh, and it's yeah. the best Windows ever for gaming. <laughs> it says Xbox. I don't even know what that means. I don't care what it means. I don't want to upgrade again. I just... I just want to play my video like games I just and got not be Windows bothered. 10. Well, it, for Vito, Vito, uh, there will be a free upgrade path. Vito, uh, I want you to get excited because you have an NVMe SSD. Uh, they're going to feature a new technology called direct storage. Uh, essentially, uh, you know, oh, I don't God. have the charts in front of me to explain it, but it, um, it's a faster way to load games, and it's uh, operating on a proprietary Windows technology that will fully utilize your SSD. Yeah, except Andy, you know me. It's not going to work, or I'm going to break it, <laughs> or, or he's gonna I'm going to get confused. You're going to experience oh. an incredible selection of games from the Xbox Game Pass for PC, which is a membership which gives you access to a library of over 100 quality PC games across genre. Uh, and it's built to bring the power of games to everyone. And since the Xbox app is now everyone? built into Windows 11, access to Game Pass is even easier than ever. And, and, and in fact, look, the Game Pass library is incredible. And as oh, Xbox knows earlier this morning, you can look forward to releases like Halo Infinite, 12 <laughs> Minutes, Age of Empire 4, and more. Yeah, you look to I was joking at the end of the last podcast that we were sponsored by Xbox, but now it sounds like... Are we actually sponsored? <laughs> Dude, I better get... That was, that was nice. Yeah, yeah thanks. I read, well, I read like 95 Hashtag ad, everybody. Do you guys uh do you guys think it, auto HDR is going to be any good? I kind of have serious reservations about it. I'm like, is it really going to be worth using for anything? Um, uh, I'm just not right it. away. I can I'll, see I'll, it. I'll, I'll happily be surprised, but I'm going to say no. It seems like it's just going to make things more like blown out, and uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Fuck with the color grading or whatever. Yeah, speaking of col- speaking of blown out color grading, is we have Ghost of Tsushima <laughs> Director's Cut is arriving on PS4 and PS5 consoles on August 20th. 
I'm a little upset it's like some new, uh, Yeah, dude, a whole expansion. It's pretty crazy. I wish it was announced for PC. It probably yeah. will be. Right? Did you see? Did you uh? Did you see what they're also adding in that expansion, John? They're uh, they're adding more stuff to. Uh, they're gonna add more stuff to that Legends uh, co-op. Oh, mode. multiplayer mode. Yeah, I really yeah. do hope that comes to the PC. Dude, really? down the road. Yeah. One of the things they mentioned in here is that they're uh, they've uh, added in Japanese or lip, lip sync for the Japanese voice acting, the Jap- but Dude. only on the PS5 version because the PS5 version, unlike the PS4 version, renders its cutscenes in real time. So they oh. can only do it on PS5. Well, then. Uh, that, that being said, fortunately, it seems as if you guys can. Uh, uh, there is an upgrade path from your version to the director's cut for twenty dollars, which. Yeah, oh, seems fuck. like a fair price for a DLC that adds a whole new island to explore, right? New story and shit. I don't want to see how big this goddamn island is, but yeah, yeah, probably. I Man, I don't have a big, PS5, big. but yeah, I don't have a PS5, <laughs> so I just gotta wait. Uh, I just have no, to wait it, it, come, it, it comes to the PS4 release. as well. Um, Andy, I don't think I'm ever turning my PS4. Yeah, I'm gonna again. buy some for my PS4. Come on. Come on. Uh, speaking of buying something for your PS4, I want you guys to buy a rumor that we've all heard. And that is oh. that Dead Space Remake is in development by Motive. In fact, uh, there's two Dead Space announcements buried in this week. Uh, one is that there's also a new Dead Space coming, and Motive is uh, rebooting the franchise with a full-fledged remake. I was going to uh, say, uh, at first you said remake, and I was like, really? They're doing a remake instead of a new one? I was a little bummed there. But I can see them working on both of them you know, at the same time. Uh, it seems like the vibe of the leak is that uh, there's going to be a Resident Evil 2 philosophy style applied to a remake of the original Dead Space while oh. um, Capcom is likely working on a new Dead Space as well. Yeah, I mean, sign me up. Yeah, I uh, guess. Uh, I mean, or, sorry, not, not Capcom, uh... but you know what I mean. EA. Uh, what was the name of that guy? The original guy behind Dead Space. I mean, he's not with that many. No, he only works his own on the first thing. He's, he's making the Callisto Protocol that we've seen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the so PUBG ex- game. And Dead Space Three was pretty shite, so I'm not. I um, yeah, I, I'm excited fine, to see more. Yeah, Dead Dog Two that, is uh, oh. my favorite Dead Space game of all time. Yeah. I, that's that's true. literally that's him. literally my favorite game of all time. I, I think Three. They just. I mean. I they uh they the, made the it, they focused on action they, too much. They want action, yeah. They want a co-op yeah. shooter. They want more gear or less uh Resident Evil. But the big thing I think with Dead Space Three is it is a fun co-op game. If you don't think of it as like a Dead Space game, you just think of like, hey, we're just here in like the adventure. Dead Space world. Yeah, like a little sci-fi adventure. Like we yeah. we don't play it, and it was fun, but it's not. Yeah, it's not Dead Space, which is. Yeah. A bummer because yeah. that game was like crazy. It was yeah, that it, game was awesome. I also thought there was just a significant drop in quality, whether it was 100%. It's a quote unquote dead space game or not. I just thought like these people, like where you're running around, quick, dodging quick and, and shooting fast. people. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, if they really, really reboot Dead Space and give it the like the Resident Evil Two treatment, where it's kind of a almost a different experience or definitely a different experience playing it. I might be interested. I just played Dead Space, so it's like yeah, it would yeah. really have to be a a heavy, heavy. Well, you know, if they do, if they do the Resident Evil Two experience, it'll be a pretty <laughs> do ex- yeah. new experience. You know what I mean? That'd be cool. But that was going from like Resident Evil, the original Resident Evil Two, 
you know, that's why, uh, dude. I know what you're gonna say, and that's why I'm saying that the Dead Space remake is going to actually have the Resident Evil 2 1998 style of isometric. Uh, Go the other way, control. dude. I, no, no, dude. I, I would the reverse. still buy it. I would still buy it and play it. That would be nutty. I'm that fairly hearing me out for this. That's um, see, Jeff Grubb. He is so right about so many things, but that's where he's wrong. He keeps hearing, he keeps hearing it a Resident Evil Two style, and he's thinking like, oh, so they're gonna do this cool big remake. But tank no. controls, baby. Tank or controls he just all keeps the way home. hearing like the Resident Evil Two style remakes, but he. He didn't actually bother to look at either game, so he thinks that that's actually what it means. Is to he just did a go Google retro, image to give it some really bad camera angles and clunky controls. Come on, I just now. hope it's good. Dialogue. If it's true, I hope it's good. So that way we the, can get more of them. The way they talk about this, they're saying they're rebooting the franchise with a remake of the first game in the Resident Evil Two remake style, but. When they mention the new Dead Space, are they talking about a sequel to Dead Space Three, or like a another, like a, a, a an entry um, in the newly rebooted franchise? With, I would think Dead that maybe. I, I was kind of walking the, away with the latter. I would, yeah. See, like I kind of have a problem with that because I wish they would just make a sequel to Dead Space. Like even though Dead Space Three was obviously the least good of all three of the games i would still prefer they just continue and make a dead space i would like to see the continuation of that world yeah have you played dead space 3 i I think i think the problem i think i think the problem is just always like yes i think so we're uh Uh, dead space 3 spoilers for like 2.5 seconds starting in 3 2 1 the aliens are at Earth when they uh, teleport. Oh, the back. ending is fucking nuts. I, I, yeah, it's dude. a huge cliffhanger. Dude, yeah, exactly. Do you know what the fourth game was supposed to be? I it was I, uh I know I read it. It was like you start you start you start off on Earth and um like right as shit's hitting the fan, and you're just you and it's a, a co-op game, and you and your friends are on a space station and you're just going to like abandon ships and like you're oh, just yeah. taking yeah. your salvaging stuff. Like doing the salvaging and, from Dead Space Three, yeah, yeah. Yes, and then you were like, you would find ships and get missions from them. It was, they could have been cool, and yeah, they were they were destroyed. It, it's just an escalation problem, right? Like, yeah, they don't want. They just got. They can't make a a sequel to Dead Space Three unless they want to make a badass action game. But if mm-hmm. they're if they're really trying to capture like the, the Dead Space fans, that's not. I think they could make a I think they could you know maybe maybe this is me being you know naive or whatever but I think you could make a a Dead Space 4 and not have it be action I think you could make it like much more about survival in a world that yeah you you absolutely can especially with what they plan on doing (laughs) yeah maybe maybe you just don't want all that baggage though I I would assume that it's that yeah which is kind of disappointing to me, just as someone who would have wanted to see a continuation. Right. I would have loved, yeah. But we'll see what the it continuation is. Continuation of the story would be cool, but I'm also, like, I'm fine with them rebooting it. If 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 it, if it brings them back to the horror aspect, they, they've kept that their main point. Mm-hmm. We we nerds have to, uh, you know, swallow a lot. Just, just, uh, just bear with whatever they decide to 
defeat Speaking. us. Yeah. Speaking. Yeah. Speaking. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that fast. Speaking of swallowing a lot, this has been a long podcast, everybody, and I hope it has been. You're able to swallow it all down your ear holes just fine. Or <laughs> hey, maybe you using one of them vibrating sound bone technologies. That I <laughs> yeah, the glasses. glasses. They're listening on their sunglasses. I'm glad you're listening to me when I was talking about those. We're right inside your brain, and I hope. You feel it's right inside your heart, too. And, hey, you know, you can get a little bit closer to the heart at our Twitter, uh, at Broken Campfire. Send us a message there. You can email us, brokencampfire.gmail.com. Check out our YouTubes, our Twitches, and check out our iTunes, where you can drop a review uh, if you liked us. That would be really cool. And, hey, just like I do every single episode, it's classic by now. We're going to go ahead and have the episode ended. That was beautiful. Not by anyone, just just the episode. <laughs> just <laughs> done. <laughs> <laughs>